Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. There's local politics, bud. I don't care about the weather. I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. Sustained effort and violence. No, please. No, please. Everyone be quiet. Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Cool. Neat story. I want to shake his hand. 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 Family. Let's get to pumping. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. All righty, a beautiful Monday in Eastern North Carolina. Great day to talk to you here on Pirate Radio Live. Clip Brock inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Coming to you on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville. 104.1 in Washington. We're on 1259 30 online, PR927FM.com. And you can watch the show on Facebook Live and on YouTube. Be a part of the show. With a question or comment, you can chime in right there on Facebook or YouTube. Shirley Rhodes is back. Chandler Honeycutt is here. Troy D. alongside and the starting quarterback of your East Carolina Pirates. Holden Naylor is joining us to kick off today's program. Troy, Holden, how you guys doing? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Doing pretty good. Uh, Holden, spring ball is getting ready to wrap up. Big weekend coming up with the spring game. Before we get into that, let's uh, over the weekend I saw online a um, transfer portal is hot. And it looks, yes, you know, and ECU uh, at one time was very deep at receiver. And with the guys uh, exiting for uh, some wanting to go pro and then others for off the field stuff, there's all of a sudden there's been some availability for some uh, potential new bodies uh, in the receiver room. And it looks like uh, East Carolina's going to pick one up. I saw a young man out of Toledo um, at least verbally committing to yep. the Pirates. And uh, first of all, your, your take on him, if, if you had a chance to meet him and uh what what your expectation is because that's a big deal for you i would assume getting a brand new receiver yes huge um he's a proven playmaker at at all different levels um i mean he's played some really good opponents and kind of balled out wherever he's been at because he transferred from norfolk state to toledo um and he's going to come here and play for us but he's a proven number one guy um he's a big duty 6'3 215 and he came in through with me um two weekends ago and i mean he's a real deal so he's going to help us out a lot that's awesome. We got another uh, transfer coming in from Georgia, I believe, right? Yep, he's here now. Um, Jalen Johnson, he's here with us in the spring, and he's done really good. Um, he's got a little hamstring right now, but I mean, he he's a fast guy. He's a lot like Jazai, um, deep play threat. You know, get the ball in his hands and let him let him go to work. So he's been good too. So the kid out of Toledo, when does like what's the time frame? Is he trying to get here for summer? You think? Yeah, so he'll be here um, May. He'll be here for summer one and start getting to work with us, starting to you know do skelly with us and throwing routes in the in the summer. This has been your last spring as an ECU Pirate. Yep. How has it gone? It's been good. Um, a lot, a lot different than um, you know the past because I mean we got so many proven guys now on our team that um, you know we don't need as many reps as some of these young guys do to try to pull those guys along. But I mean it's been good to you know like I said you know, help coach those young guys up, try to get them you know ready for the fall because I mean the falls, I mean that's a different animal. I mean when you're playing a game once a week, I mean you're you're really rehabbing your body four days out of the week, and then those last you know two or three you're you're getting ready and, and prepping up and just trying to mentally prepare those guys for that and, and for the season to make this run at this thing so how much is spring a time where you can install new stuff uh holding the things you haven't done in the past where it's plays it's formations things like that how much have you done uh, of that this spring a lot i mean that's that's what's cool about the spring is you can you know test stuff out you can see what you can do and, and kind of you know test the limits to that and install stuff that you know maybe during the season you don't have time to or kind of figuring out you know what is going to be you know your style of play in the fall and 
um, especially with these new receivers, you got to figure out, you know, are we a zone team? Are we a man team? Um, you know, what type of routes? Do they like deep balls? Do they like short routes? You know, what are the best routes for different receivers? So that's kind of what the spring is about, is, is figuring out, you know, what you're going to be. How, how different do you think this offense will look? Is it going to be similar to what we saw last year? Are you putting in some new wrinkles? What uh, should Pirate fans expect for the fall? Yeah, there's always going to be um, a couple different new wrinkles to it. I mean, we're a, a spread-based RPO team that, you know, takes what the defense gives us. But, you know, we're going to try to take more deep threats, deep shots this year. Um, we got more speed guys kind of on the outside. Um, especially with you know Toledo kid coming in, so I mean, I'd like to take more deep shots, but I mean those running backs that we have, it's, it's hard not to just hand the ball off to them and run RPOs and take what the defense gives us. Holt Naylor's joining us in studio as we kick off PRL inside the uh, Players Lounge Spring Football Edition. Holt and your starting quarterback going into his last season here at East Carolina University. Troy D. Clip Rock in studio with you, and uh, Holt, a big part of your success is tied into that offensive line uh the better they are the better any offense is uh how is the o-line shaping up what is your expectation the more protection they can give you the better off it is for everybody yeah they're definitely our most improved unit um on the team and they kind of have been this last few years they've kind of grown into that role as um you know steadily steadily increasing um and you know this offseason is no different we've added a a couple transfers that have stepped in and done really well here and as the guys that we have in the program have gotten stronger and bigger too and more game experience with o-line i mean it's it's so much about game experience and communicating with each other and i mean those guys have all played together now and have all you know been in action before so i mean they're doing really well um i fully expect them to be the best o-line in the conference and definitely the best o-line that we've had here in a long time oh nailers uh joining us a lot of different ways to recruit these days holton and saw an interesting recruiting tool saturday uh out at spring practice uh there was a recruit holding a super bowl ring from robert jones that's a that's a a great that's a great recruiting tool uh how about the uh the jones Jones, and jones the jones family out there there. that was uh, pretty cool i I got a chance to talk to zay in the locker room there for a little bit and it's it's always cool to to reconnect with him man i mean he's a legend around here and i mean obviously his dad robert jones is too but zay i mean growing up watching him and now you know becoming um good friends with him it's been cool to, i mean i mean he just signed a pretty dang good contract too yeah so. no doubt he t- talked to the team right yeah he did what, what was his message we Hold got him. the audio we'll they play it. i mean that was a yeah they a serious today. ass speech if <laughs> i've ever heard one he, yeah and his dad was the same way i mean they were both up there for probably five minutes each talking to the team but i mean zay was just saying you know, use your gift um know your role in the team if you're supposed to be a superstar be a superstar if you're supposed to be a role player be the best one you can possibly be i mean He's he's full of stuff like that. I mean, even as a person, just talking to him. I mean, you can get pumped up just talking to the kid. Yeah, and and that's one holding. It's one thing to hear it from coaches who played forty years ago, yeah. but to hear it from a guy who, like you said, just signed a big contract that was playing on that field a few years ago. Maybe that resonates a little more with guys. Oh, for sure it does. I mean, and <clears throat> it was cool to see like the receivers after he went up and talked to them, and the guys wanted to, to hear what he had to say and talking about like technique and stuff like that. So it was cool to see him go from playing at ECU to now, you know, helping out the younger kids. And to be um, coached by a guy who's still coaching receivers yeah, at ECU. Yeah, And Donnie Kirkpatrick. Yeah. Holden Naylor's uh, here joining us. Holden, we always talk about uh, spring ball and even in fall camp, what side is ahead of the other? Now, you're going to be biased, and say, the <laughs> offense, but how have those battles gone? Has it been up and down, offense and defense, winning? 
No, yeah, that's how the spring is. It's always, I mean, back and forth. And, and hopefully, I mean, you don't want it to be one side, you know, killing the other the whole time or else you're going to be, you know, uneven really. But, I mean, the defense has really impressed me. I mean, they're tough to go against day in and day out. I mean, they, they're they literally returning their whole entire defense other than really Jaquan. And we did lose Bruce and Aaron, but we, we rotate so much at linebacker and D-line that, I mean, those guys that have, I mean, Xavier Smith is an all-conference linebacker and he's filling in that spot for Bruce. So, I mean, we're... We're really doing well at defense and offense too. I mean, like we said, I mean, if you if you do have one side killing the other, then you're probably not going to be a very good team. How, how are you guys doing the game this year? We I think we talked a little bit about this yeah. last week, but has it been decided officially how you're splitting up the team and what's at stake this year? Yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, we haven't talked. We got a leadership council meeting tomorrow. I'm sure we'll bring it up then. Um, we haven't you know fully discussed that as a team. That's something you usually do on like the Thursday before or something like that. You don't really. Um, you know, put it in to terms until then, really. But um, other than that, I mean, the the winner's dinner where we get steak, lobster, shrimp, and all that will probably be on the line. So whoever wins, when however we play it out, we'll get that. And the other team will probably get like hot dogs and bologna or something. <laughs> something <laughs> so, not good. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> Tim Douse did say beanie weenies. Yeah, yeah, beanie we- yeah, something not good. I I'm, yeah. I like beanie weenies. I'm from <laughs> Brownsland, man. I'll eat those. Uh, hold on, how about don't, la- don't let them know that. Yeah. <laughs> Last week, uh, Pro Day, you mentioned Bruce Bivens. Yep. Those guys were out there participating. I don't know how legal this is or, or the legalities of it, but did you yourself, did scouts try to talk to you? You know, you were throwing the ball out there. How much interactive action oh, yeah. did you have? Yeah, I had a, a chance to talk to a few, which I'm not allowed, I don't think, to even say that. So, I mean, I don't know. I can't say which teams to talk to. But, yeah, I am hearing um, stuff back from those guys. It was cool to get out there and throw in front of them. I mean, anytime you get a chance to throw in front of as many teams were out there, I mean, that's a big deal. So I really enjoyed it. I, I, I will tell you this, and I was out there, and I, I love Pro Day, first yeah. of all. It's one of my favorite events Heck for yeah. ECU. I just It's a great chance. To, I see a lot of people I reconnect with that yeah, I haven't seen in a while. Sure. Uh, it's just a, it's a cool event to, to see and be a part of. Uh, I thought, first of all, I thought you did outstanding. It wasn't Appreciate your it. pro day. Yeah. But for folks that don't know, as Clip mentioned, you were throwing to the yeah. ECU receivers. Yes, and the and, DBs. Throwing some picks, too, yeah. on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but there, there was another quarter because a couple guys were there for pro day that yeah. weren't East Carolina guys. Yes, sir. They, they let Show them, on, yeah. Yeah, they let them come to East Carolina. But they you weren't throwing, you know, they had to have their own guy yeah. throw it to them. And I was talking to one of the uh, scouts and also one of the agents, and they're like, look at the difference between. Holton's ball and the other guy's ball that they're throwing and I was like well tell me what you see because I was trying to see yeah. it. and they're like well look how tight that spiral is that Holton has yes, sir. versus the other guy <laughs> and so that people were noticing that good yeah because you know? it really was you know because you guys were going every other time yeah, we switching back and forth so it was very noticeable yeah it was definitely cool to get out there in front of those guys um, for them just to see me throw I mean they come into practice and stuff but just get out there I mean talk to them a little bit and hear what they have to say so it was definitely a good opportunity for me yeah well I thought you did an outstanding job I appreciate Your it throws looked great and uh, you know next year yes sir it, this was good. This was a good warm up for yeah, you because for sure. next year it'll be your official program. Yeah. So, so. Uh, time flies. You know, it seems like I, I just got here and now, I mean, got one, one time I, left. So. I was thinking about this the other day. I think I had a memory pop up on, you know, one Facebook feed or something. And it was, uh, it was when you made the announcement yeah. at uh, Conley, which we covered. Yep. We don't cover a lot of these live, you know, as far as announcements, but this was one of the biggest ones we probably have had of ECU football yes, in, in history. So I remember we Facebook lived it on Pirate yeah. Radio and the numbers were through the roof and you had the, the ECU hat, the NC State hat, and I think you had one other. Or, no, it was just them Oh, it was them too. Yeah, okay, so it was just them too. And honestly, I, we and we've known you for a long time. Yeah. Obviously, your dad, you know, has a, you know, we have a great partnership with him and he does a lot of broadcast with us here. 
I did. No one I knew outside of your immediate family, and to their credit, they and the Morgan's credit <laughs> kept his mouth shut. No one really knew where you were going. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I, it does just seem like just the other day. I mean, it seems like yeah. it's been about a year ago where you picked up that ECU hat. And I can't believe it's been that much time. Yeah, um, it's, it's flown by for sure. And you go back to the recruiting process and, like, I mean, it was very close to NC State. Um, I mean, just Coach Jordan's a really good dude from – I know ECU fans don't want to hear that. But um, I have a good relationship with them and those and that staff there. So they've always been nice to me and even supported me after I came here and committed yeah. here. So um, I have respect for them. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, and, playing in your hometown. And man, what a way to today. finish up. Your senior year. Yes, sir. To kick off your last year as a pirate playing NC State at home yep. in Greenville. Can't wait, man. I it's it's honestly um it's setting up to be a, a special season. Just gotta to grind to that point and you know, once that point comes, just go put it all out there. Last uh look at this football team until August at least, and then game day September will be this Saturday. For those that want to see Holden throw you might want to get there early, right? Because this could be a pretty boring one for you. Oh, probably, yeah. Probably a lot of backup QBs. You're going to see some, some warm-up throws by me and warm-ups and probably one or two drives. I'll get there pretty early. Yeah, but and that's then, a good point. Uh, the backups are going to get a lot of action yeah. in this thing. So, and people so. want to see Stubblefield and yeah. Garcia and those guys. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, if you want to see you know, those guys and who the next guy is here and those guys, because, I mean, they're going to be competing here. Um, for the next really year um, and then when I'm gone when they're uh, the next year to see who's going to be the next guy here I mean it's a good chance to go out there and watch I mean one of them is going to be a starter next year yeah going into spring ball yep so it's a good opportunity clip there it is to separate themselves go see them uh, and how about receiver wise Holden who are you excited to see on the field Uh, who should the fans be excited about that maybe we haven't seen in a game in the previous years yeah I mean the first guy that comes to mind is Kerry King Um, he's a speed guy he's had a good spring game last last year year, if I recall so yeah he had a really good spring game last year Um, he went home was training and broke his wrist so he couldn't play much last year he had to have surgery on it but he's a guy that's really stepped up he's running with the ones right now I mean he's a Four, 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 three guy that can really you know stretch the ball down the field, real fast guy. Um, Tyler Savage, Taji Hudson. I mean those guys you'll see out there. I mean they they're physically I mean really impressive. So they'll be out there um, and just kind of see who else steps up from there. Looking forward to that and also uh, maybe some Pop McKay. You mentioned I think sure. Nemo Squire yep. as well at running back because I doubt we see much of Rajay no, and yeah, they're, Keaton. They're as well. on the same plan as I'm on. So. <laughs> The veteran plan, yeah. the load management NBA plan. <laughs> Tim Duncan. Guys. Yeah, exactly. But uh, man, looking forward to it uh, coming up on Saturday, Troy. Yeah, I think it's gonna be fun. What uh, is it? A uh, two o'clock start? I gotta look at the start What's that, What I, time? I, do you, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah. I barely know our schedule I, for tomorrow. I'm just trying to get. Yeah, I'm trying to get through today, and I know we got a baseball game coming up uh, Tuesday night. So. Uh, news on that, That's Troy. That's just been changed. Yeah. Oh man, see, I can't even keep track of what's going on tomorrow. Minutes so. ago, it was what announced happened? that that Break? game is moving to Wednesday at six thirty. Really? Oh, against ODU. Okay. Due to potential inclement weather moving into the area tomorrow. Oh, really? I looked at the forecast. On, that is interesting information. Well, it doesn't matter what it says now. Well, it's been you moving. being the weather <laughs> aficionado that you I know, are, I, just I would think you would know tomorrow. that. Who was the uh, scaredy cat that moved it because of that? Well, Cliff Gowan doesn't care about the weather. <laughs> yeah, so, somebody does over somebody there. Somebody cares assure you. about the weather. All right, well, we'll see. But evidently, it does look like I it's going to be I don't care eight, about the weather. 80, I can't control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. 82 and sunny Wednesday, so it will be a nice day today. Speaking of baseball, big game today, by the way. If you're looking for local action, folks, a battle for first place <laughs> in Pitt County. Yeah. Holton, you may find this interesting. The 4-0... Epps Bulldogs, oh, heck take, yeah. un, who went oh, winless last year, <laughs> didn't a, win a single game. What a story. Started 4-0. I mean, I, this is like a Disney movie right now. 
Uh, taking on 4-0 GR Whitfield. Hmm. So it is going to be a... Hey, cl- throw out the records when those two get together. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's going to be a classic battle at 4 o'clock today. All right. At Whitfield, if you're interested. Only $5 to attend. National Championship tonight holding Kansas, North Carolina. Who you got in that one? Um, I got Carolina. I got what? One of my buddies plays on Carolina. So I got to them. Which one? Them. Creighton Lebo. Coach Lebo. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I picked Kansas. Clip, you know me. It's my secondary pick. You picked Kansas. If I could redo my brackets over now. See, like a lot of people I think are like Holton who picked Carolina. I'm going out on a limb taking Kansas. Uh, all right. Good luck with that pick. At, at what point do you stop making picks on something you've been wrong about? When the, the tournament is over. <laughs> all right, so this is it. Yes. You got one. This is my last stand. pick. This okay. is my one shiny moment. Because taking Kansas, you've had it's a bracket. Tough. You bragged about Duke. Something. You know, last Bailey week. does second chance at the Sweet Sixteen. You get this, eight chances. This is my seventh chance at the at the bracket. You're good. And this is what Kansas. makes me nervous. I need Kansas to win. And now you, Barkley. All you other terrible predictors. I think Kansas wins in a blowout. Oh God! Please. No, I don't even. I think by halftime it's over. No. Yes. Terrible. All right. Everybody take this. Well, you now it's a nine twenty start time. Well, you're in college, so you can stay up late. Yeah. Most people I know that I guarantee you the majority of people clip your age on up because now you're turned into an old person like me will fall asleep before this thing's over. The majority of people 40 and up are going to fall asleep. That's yeah, what you just before said. the game is over. I think the game won't end until close to midnight. The majority of people, 40, 45 plus, won't make it to the end unless you have an extreme vested interest in the game. Well, there's no way to track that stat, so you can just say you're right. Thank you. Yep. You, you nailed <laughs> another one. to consider. <laughs> yeah. Nailed it again. All right. Uh, anything else you wanted to hit with Holden? Before? Oh, we gotta, no, he's got to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Anything else you want to hit? Uh, no, just come out, you know, come out Saturday to the spring game, and we'll see you there. All right, and we'll have you back on next Monday to wrap up. We'll yeah, be able to talk sure. about it. And uh, as we said, you know, we'll see limited action, but we'll get a good feel for a lot of the guys that are going to be playing yeah, heck yeah. behind you and uh, around you. So uh, it'll be a great opportunity for Pirate fans. Hey, look, you live for football. This is a chance. Your, your last your last chance to see ECU play before the fall. Yep. Yes, sir. So we'll see you there. All right. Sounds good, man. Be safe. Thanks, Thanks Holden. Parts. We'll Enjoy see you out there this weekend. Holden Aylers joining us to kick off today's show. Coming up in just a little bit, we'll talk to Zach Agnos. We'll keep it here, Cheryl. But I like that song. That was good. Zach Agnos going to join us coming up. East Carolina infielder slash pitcher. Also, Ryder Giles, infielder slash pitcher. ECU's best pitcher uh, will join us at 4 o'clock. Who would have thunk it? Bryson Worrell coming up later on. CJ Mayhew as well. And Double B, Brian Bailey. So we'll go inside the Players' Lounge and talk about tonight's championship game with BB coming up later on in today's program, Troy Dick. Great show lined up today. Already off to a great start. Love the uh, the Monday lineup. This has been good. This, this, show, this show goes flies by on Mondays. There's no doubt about it. So ECU had a bad travel day yesterday. We'll dive into that. And uh, apparently ODU had a terrible travel day. Their flight got canceled from FIU. So they were down in Florida and apparently drove back from Miami hmm. is what I'm reading. So not only is there some weather tomorrow, but maybe we're letting ODU get a little uh, rest their legs. I don't know. Uh, it could be. There's been a lot of travel issues lately I've seen uh, in the news. Other uh, news and notes clip, ECU-related. Uh, we'll be talking to the new assistant basketball coaches tomorrow. So uh, we've got, uh, what, Jake Morton? You heard of him? Yes. All right. And uh, Riley Davis. 
don't know much about him all right those are we're gonna jake morton's our guy right chandler okay yeah so we're gonna hook up with those guys tomorrow and we'll bring you that audio on prl yeah good deal he was uh i'll have to do my research i don't i'm not familiar necessarily with these guys so you'll have to uh just look up jake morton google jake morton Oh, I will. Good stuff. I, yeah. All right. I just haven't he's, done it yet. He's uh, he's had a checkered past. Oh. He was with the U when they were doing U things. Oh, really? So yeah. All so right. that's the kind of guy we want here. Well, I tell you what, doesn't hurt my feelings. That's what I want here. What's the worst thing that can happen? We don't make the tournament. No, please. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Let's uh, let's. Yeah. Oh no! Don't let that happen. <laughs> Say we do whatever we got to do to make the tournament. Oh dear. All right. I've heard this debate before. Would you do whatever you got to do to make the tournament, even if you were on a? T- I would do no debate at all. I know you do whatever you can to get in the tournament. Yes, one yeah. time, right? Well, it's one shining it, moment. It doesn't matter. You got to do what you got to do, and then give us a I, death penalty, whatever. Well, my about my entire life's been a death penalty. <laughs> What's the difference? What? We've had a self-imposed ban since '93. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's been 30 years since we've been in a tournament. Roll the dice, baby. Let's go crazy. Let's do what we got to do. And with the NIL stuff, none of it's illegal anymore. It's all legal. You just put it as an NIL deal. You do whatever you want. Give me liberty or give me the death penalty. (laughs) That's the amazing thing. Honestly, the stuff SMU did in football back in, what, the 70s, was it? 70s or 80s. I guess it was the 80s. When Dickerson was there. Yeah. Yeah. Would be totally legal now. Totally approved. No, you run the stuff through a car dealership in Dallas? Right. No problem. He yeah. needs a car? Here you go. Part of your NIL deal. Uh, you're a spokesman for a car dealership. Done. Yep. Here's another million dollars. Done. What gave them the death penalty is now legal in the world of college athletics. It's, um, it's called name, image, likeness. It's, yeah. The whole game has changed. They're real, you've got to really work hard to have an infraction nowadays, I think. And Memphis and Penny Hardaway and Larry Brown are working as hard as they can to do it. <laughs> But for real, you've really got to work hard to get to violate rules in this day and age. Yep. You really got to be out there. Uh, Kevin. I mean, uh, even North Carolina's going back to class now. Hey, Troy, what did you say when um, uh, Isaiah Winstead transferred to East Carolina? I said we got a great track record with people named Isaiah. Uh, I was talking about the other thing you said the joke hey troy what'd you say when that transfer from the rockets uh came over to east carolina isaiah oh Winstead. what'd you say holy, when i saw the news i thought holy toledo boom that's how nice. it's done now that's nice done. that was that i actually did that in real time and chandler laughed chandler, very it was very great, hard out loud no i have to admit it was a great joke it was and uh, i have to give credit when credit is due and that was a great great it joke. was great timing it all happened before the show though so a great I, joke kind of makes you, me clip. laugh even when i don't need to thank you I, clip for reenacting that memory you got it so, you got it yeah. uh kevin asked did troy d cry saturday night when his buddy coach k lost were there any now, first of all did you stay up late enough I, first I know of you're all, an older I, gentleman no correct that, and that is a fair question okay, thank you and this is how good the game was even I stayed up and watched it. It was a great game. I did not fall asleep. It was too exciting. I loved how, what was it, 17 lead changes? Whether you like Carolina or Duke or not, you got it. It was a great basketball game great to game. watch. Um, no, I, so I stayed up and watched the whole thing. And when, who was it? Uh, 
one of Carolina's players, the best one got hurt. I thought, oh, this is Duke's. Rondo Baycott. Yes. Yeah. When he went out, I thought, this is it. Here's where Duke takes he over. He jogged three miles to the locker room, and before he got there, <laughs> jogged back. Right. And then I like I think I went to the bathroom. When I came back. He was in. I'm like, what? Wait. This guy's supposed to be out. He was sitting at the scores <laughs> table, and apparently, like guys were looking back at him, like, oh, you're going to come out here, and he he said, screw it. But he didn't say screw. When he went back in, then I was like, oh boy, this is bad. Um, Speaking of Armando, Baycott, I never, I never thought that really Duke would lose. I was like, there's no way Duke's going to lose that game because it's just you know Coach K's not going to go out that way. But guess what? Another mini prediction. Wrong. He went and out Mark that Williams. way, and I lost money to my son, Mark Williams. Oh wow, Mark Williams missing those two free throws down that the killed stretch. him. You know, when you, when you want to be a championship throw. team, you got to make championship plays like that, and you got to make those when they matter the most. But you you were talking about class earlier, um, and Armando Baycott, his comment yet or the other night about he had to finish some schoolwork after the game because you know we here at Carolina we go to class. He walked into a Is he inviting? He walked into a brick wall with that one. Yeah, that was tough. Don't want to say that if you're at Carolina. But I mean, hey, tough way for Coach K to go out. He loses his last. Speaking of class, regular did season Duke, game, uh, he loses did, the last game in his career. Did the Duke players shake hands? I saw where they. Went I did not. Everybody except court. Wendell Moore. Yeah, why is that? Because I, I don't know. Maybe it starts at the top with Coach K. I'm not sure. Well, I saw him shake everybody's hand. Yeah. Well, where was his team? I, I don't know. He can't yeah. control the program. Good thing he's leaving. Yeah, it's out of control over it's, there. It's <laughs> lack of institutional yes. control. Uh, he, he probably would have gotten fired if he wasn't retiring, so, quite honestly. After this loss. Yes. Who is Roy Williams cheering for tonight? See, I think I think Roy, I think he's all Carolina. Does he have his sticker? No, he won't have the, the sticker. The famous sticker. But will he wear a Jayhawk mask <laughs> instead? Maybe. Maybe put the sticker on the face mask. Roy Williams is the only person in the Superdome with a mask on. I did update my profile picture of me. <laughs> On the Roy Williams sticker body, just to get ready for tonight, Troy. Could you make one of those for me? Because sure. I would like to have one too. Yeah, and uh, and well, show I'll support to the Jayhawks. Because I, oh if I could only I say one it. thing, it's Rock Chalk Jayhawk, baby. I'm a little nervous. I think he's all tar, he's all Tar Heel tonight. There's I'm, no doubt. Yeah, 100%. Have, you seen, have you seen the, the guy support is, that this guy has given and to this he's, program? He's got Hubert. I mean, yeah, he's no, he's geeked out for the heels. Yeah. I, I think now. He, he still has heart, love in his heart for Kansas, but he's all in on the Tar Heels. But what this is like his dream game right here. Yeah. This is his two places. And uh, Dean Smith, no longer. Dean Smith went to Kansas, I believe. Yeah. and I mean, you like, want to talk about two programs that blue bloods of college basketball. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, great. Both programs have great histories. Going back to our NIL talk, uh, Jonathan says Weaver works for a car dealer. Get him involved on those cars. Well, let's go. <clears throat> what is what's Weaver and Brown and Wood doing? Yeah, I was referencing uh, back when. Yeah, but now you said everything's Eric legal. Dickerson came up in the Camaro, and now you said all that's legal. So yes, it is. We need to start. Yeah, start funneling Yukons to uh, players, dishing these cars out. Yeah. yeah, they're so easy to come by nowadays. I understand. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm with you, Jonathan. We'll uh, we get Weave on the show, ask him if he's involved in all this. Yeah. Might want to talk to Tom Brown first. <laughs> <laughs> whoever. Uh, yeah. whoever's, whoever's the big wig over yeah, there. Yeah, but he definitely, yeah, he's definitely working. Is Brown it not Wood. Brown, Wood, and Weaver yet? Brown, It's Brown and Weaver. Brown and Weaver. <laughs> Woods are long gone. It's Brown okay. and Weaver. Brown and Weave. There we go. All right. Uh, anything else, Troy D? No, I'm doing pretty good, Clip. It's warming up, feeling good. It's and, and now, thanks to COVID being gone, 
I can cough and sneeze due to pollen season in peace without people thinking you have a disease. Good to know. You know, because this pollen season, boy, it's, it's something right now, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I can barely breathe outside. My car is definitely sneezing. Yeah, but uh, as I said, I'll deal with pollen much better than I'd want to deal with COVID. So. I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, HV3, big week, Troy D. Now the, the baseball game has been moved from Tuesday to Wednesday, but you got Pirate Baseball Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Harold Varner the third teeing off Thursday in his yeah. first ever Masters or Spring Game Saturday. It is a ton Pirate Fest also going on Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday. Friday, we'll have Saturday. a booth on uh, on Evan. Well, I'll have to get the exact location, but we're going to have a booth there. We're going to have a bunch of shirts for sale. Uh, all day Saturday is when the big event is concert at Town Commons. Uh, I'll be emceeing that uh, clip. Congratulations! I'll be, I'll be pulling a page out of your book. When uh, Saturday night? Nice. And uh, they got a big concert plan. Uh, Shaq was here Friday, as you know. Awesome to have a chance to uh, meet him. There was another celebrity in town, too. Oh, Lee D. Oh, that's yesterday. it. Lee D. Yeah. Chandler's been working on his Lee D impersonation. <laughs> and he and that drunk fell at Troy's feet. Roy Williams. Roy Williams. <laughs> He was an assistant. He's we, definitely <laughs> cheering for Tar Heels tonight. <laughs> we got we to get, get Lee D back on the show sometime. Troy has been a fan of every team in the state of North Carolina. He used to like the Tar Heels. Now he likes Shostowski. I can't keep up with him. Claims to be a pirate. Next year, he'll be at Wake Forest Games. <laughs> Next year, he'll be a Demon Deacon. Next year, he'll be on the motorcycle with the Demon Deacon mascot. <laughs> Talking about Tim Duncan. <laughs> it's fun to do the voice. Wistful. Even if it's not a good voice, I, I enjoy doing that voice. I think, I think you, you're you funnier to talk to than my dad. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We, there was a point we we did brunch Sunday, and uh, it was time for him to order, and he got got one of those. Dad, you ready to order? He's like, the bacon and eggs look good, but I don't know if I want sauce. Does he? No, he's a very he's a crispy bacon guy, just like me. Just like you. Yeah. Is he particular where he wants everything like on the side? You know, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree, so I would say a lot of my ordering tendencies probably came from him. By the time y'all finished ordering, brunch was over. Sorry, we only have our dinner menu now. I do alert the waitress. Sorry, just be aware this is gonna take a little extra time but he's a good tipper yeah it'll be worth it at the yeah, end the one thing lee d does is tip well stick with us yeah. you'll be you'll be paid handsomely <laughs> all right uh Troy but, oh, to answer your question i did not cry saturday night oh. i felt bad for coach k uh I, a tough way for him to go out but i will have this prediction oh, you have God. not seen the last of coach k coaching there could be a comeback much like tom brady all right and we know how good your predictions have been so there's what? another one. You think he wants to end his career like that? I'm telling you the guy's coming back. To where? Probably Duke. As what? Head coach? No. Nah. <laughs> it's John Shire time, baby. No, he's going to step aside for one year and let Kay have his one more t- shot at it. He's going to say no. 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 No, John. No. As Let egotistical. No. Let me train you Please one more year. As egotistical as Coach K is, you're probably right. He'll probably do it's that. It's not again. out of the realm of possibility. Don't run it back. I, have, I still have more gas in the tank. I promise this I, is my last year. 
my second farewell tour. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you see bands do it all the time. How many times you have bands? Like, oh, this is it. One this, time only. This is it for Phil Collins. The Eagles. Hell, hell freezes Phil Collins over. was touring this year. Like Coach K, hell freezes over I'll, tour. I heard Phil Collins like five years ago. I'll never tour again. This is over. Coach K, shut your damn mouth <laughs> tour. Guys in a wheelchair can barely sing and he's touring. Coach K, shut up tour. <laughs> shut up. Coming to Raleigh. The STFU tour with no, Coach K. No, Coach no. K. Everyone, everyone be quiet. Be quiet. It's a bad day to be a Tar Heel tour. No, featuring no. Coach K. Please shut up, Mickey Shashevsky. No. It would be awesome. Can you imagine the great story this would be? Coach K, one more year. No, <laughs> no, I, no, that is not a good story. Yes. The story's no. over. The book is written. It's done. And and man, for those North Carolina and Duke fans out there. Duke fans are done in that rivalry when it comes to talking. Yeah, they to are. I yeah. mean, that's it. No, I, you uh, you've got bragging rights if you're a Tar Heel over Duke. Wow, there's no doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at that point, you just hope you don't see your Tar Heel friends. I just hope the seal is broken. Now they just keep meeting in the tournament. It never happened before. Yeah, maybe it'll happen more it often. It could. Now. Yeah, it was, it was an exciting game. I'll say that. All right, Troy. All right, Enjoy. go Kansas. We'll see you, uh, Rock Talk Jayhawk. Rock Blow Talk. Up. Rock uh, Talk Thursday. Five o'clock, we got a cool announcement clip. Cool announcement. Uh, cool enough announcement. announcement about an announcement. No, I know. It. I'm not overhyping it, but I'm saying it is cool enough that even Ellerby's coming in for this announcement. All right. A Troy D the boys and Ellerby announcement. Yeah. So we'll have a, a tune in Thursday at five. All right. There you go. Some exciting news that you will find exciting to clip because you asked me stuff about this all. All right. Looking forward to Thursday. All right. Looking forward to our next segment with Zach Agnos, East Carolina infielder slash pitcher, going to be joining us here inside the Pirate Radio Studios. A wild one on Sunday. We'll recap that one and the series win over the Bearcats when we return after this. Radio Live. Do you need custom t-shirts, apparel, or promotional items for your business, organization, or event? Keep it local. Print it local with University Sportswear. Contact them today at universitysportswearenc.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006, and they are the local tech support experts for any of your business needs. Let University PC take care of it so you can take care of business. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today now let's head back in to pirate radio live here is your host clip rock all righty welcome back in to pirate radio live here on a players lounge monday the players lounge brought to you by delcor delcor the service professionals you can call them today 321-8868 visit delcorinc.com uh cooling heating plumbing repair repair you can always rely on delcor and zach agnos uh throws out the first pitch for us today as far as our players lounge goes zach uh welcome back to greenville didn't know if we'd have you here today yeah i didn't know if i was gonna make it but i'm glad to be back zach's uh tired but not from playing a lot of baseball this weekend it's from the the travel right you guys and i knew about the the struggles coming back home we'll talk about those but apparently uh some issues heading out to cincinnati too right yeah we uh we had two separate flights one of the flights went to new jersey one of the flights went to charlotte and i was on the one to charlotte and uh yeah we were just we got on the plane and then the pilot came on and was like hey we're having some maintenance issues we need to get paperwork and he said about five times 
and I had a window seat, luckily, so I leaned my head up against the window seat, fell asleep, woke up 30 minutes later, and I think Cam Clonch was sitting next to me, and I said, are we here? And the guy, <laughs> I thought I fell asleep for like an hour, and he's like, no, we haven't moved. So uh, we got, That's one of the worst feelings um, in the world, There's right? no AC. You're, uh, wearing, you're wearing the mask. Are you the guy that said you're not a big flyer yeah, to start I'm with? Yeah, not a big flyer. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, you put a not a big flyer next to a guy that's flown for the first time and Jacob Jenkins Cowart. And he's an interesting character, so it was pretty – we're taking off, and he is holding the seat in front of him and the thing above. He's like, holy crap, this is awesome. <laughs> and we're flying. And then we get up in the air, and, you know, when you hit a little turbulence – I mean, it was, the ride there was a bumpy ride, like the worst kind of ride you could be – like you could have as a first flight. And I'm just sitting there on my phone playing Candy Crush, and he smacks my arm. He goes – look at the wing and does like this little hand motion just like flapping his arm i'm like what are you doing he's like the wing the wing. i was like oh my gosh <laughs> uh you got there you got back how long did it take from when you guys finally you know left the ballpark and, and got ready to board the plane to get back home like how long was that venture um what time did you get in uh we landed at a little after we landed literally at eleven fifty nine. And then, probably, I mean, we probably didn't get back till one thirty, two o'clock. Mm. Um, we got back to the field about one thirty, and then I did some stuff at the field, like just cleaned up my locker a little bit, and then didn't get home till like two. Yikes. Some people went and ate. I was like, you're crazy. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> now, your opponent Tuesday, which is now moved to Wednesday, yeah. by the way, that just came out yeah. uh, minutes ago. Uh, East Carolina Old Dominion Wednesday at six thirty. They had some travel issues yeah. too. They had it kind of worse than you guys. Yeah, that, right? they're on like a sixteen-hour uh, bus ride in um, Florida been, to, to yeah, Virginia. Yeah, and I follow that uh, big donkey on Twitter. Yeah, know? yeah, and those updates have actually been cracking me up. There, the one kid was like tweeting out he's been sleeping on the floor. Another dude was like, "We don't have AC." Some kid put a picture up with a nail on a tire, and the bus driver's like, "Oh yeah, we're good." <laughs> Just keep going. Just Who keep cares? Going. Yeah. I mean, they got probably about an hour left, so I'll just keep pushing through it. Man, that is rough. Uh, they will be here on Wednesday. So inclement weather, uh, the, the reason for that, but not bad for the ODU guys to, right. to get a little extra rest, I guess, before that one. So, uh, man, let's talk about this series. Uh, the, the opener Friday, a loss for the Pirates 7-3, to three, a, mm-hmm. a tough first inning and yeah. just never kind of recovered. But you win the series eight to four uh, Saturday, and then a wild one yesterday. What nine different pitchers? Maybe more than that. I, think it was, I thought it was, was it eleven. I thought I read eleven. Yeah, I'll do. Uh, I'll recheck the numbers there, uh, including yourself. Got in the game. Everybody uh, throwing in that game. Let's see: two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven pitchers, 11 pitchers. on Sunday to get a win. And we, we had the the pitchers duel earlier in the week against NC State. You had the crazy one: twenty two combined runs yesterday. Do you kind of get a feel like during the game, like this is going to be this way, and then in yesterday, like okay, this is going to be a wild one. We're going to have to score a hundred to win this. Yeah, like, um, I kind of felt that way just because because Cincinnati hits as it is. They're, right? they so, are a very good hitting yeah. team, very well coached, disciplined. They're, they they can hit, um, but you go into those Sundays games and you're like, all right, well, it's their third starter. Tech usually, I mean, I know us. We have three solid, like really friday night starters common sense says the sunday starter not as good as saturday and friday yeah and usually 
the two days before you get into their bullpen a little bit, so their bullpen's a little bit thinner. So we're going into this. We're like, all right, we got to score a lot of runs because thin bullpen, you know, good starter, not their best starter, but thin bullpen and solid starter. And uh, you know, we played two games, so the hitters are like used to the park, used to how like how easy it is to pick up the ball from a batter's eye, and you expect it to be a slugfest. And that's what Coach Gowan kept telling us. He's like, it's a Sunday game. This is what you should expect. Yeah. And really, what it comes down to on Sundays, who 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 can compete better and i really thought we did a really good job of that how did you like hitting in that leadoff spot zach i liked it i really did um base hit to start the series on friday yeah Yeah, that was that's what we talked about we talked about how our first sitting at bats on friday were really good and then after that we just kind of fell off but um i like hitting leadoff um you know i think uh, the thing i like is I, i can work counts pretty well um and i think i believe uh, one of our man or one of our coaches, Heath Blackman, told me after my third at bat, I've already seen 19 pitches in my first three at bats, which is man. really good. Um, but I liked it. Um, you know, I I feel like I could be a spark for this team uh, as well as who. We, I mean, we got a bunch of guys. <laughs> Hoover had an insane weekend. But uh, <laughs> four hits for you on the series, and you're batting in front of Lane Hoover at five hits. Yeah. Just yesterday alone, you scored three of the twelve runs right, yesterday. Yeah. So you were active on the base pass production, and 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 I do get walked quite a bit. So, and uh, I mean, I'm not a speed demon on the base pass, but I can make things happen, and I like to think that I I'm pretty savvy about it. So, um, yeah, I mean, Hoover's just a great bat handler. You know, doesn't strike out really a lot, and absolute grinder at the plate he's, he's a fun dude to have behind you as you know zach and you're part of this your brother as well you, you have built such high expectations that we just expect this team to be baseball playing robot to this point win every game and look great doing it wasn't the prettiest series by any means but you win the series yeah. that's all that matters yeah, right seriously. you got to feel pretty good right now yeah we do we do especially after losing on friday um we look i look at it as like we if we lost on friday we'd be like oh here we go again like, yeah like but I think um, Ryder did a great job on the mound picking us up on Saturday. Just have, I mean, and even the first two innings, like for me, it didn't look like the Ryder that we usually see. But he buckled down and you know gave us the best shot at winning. And it was really like, I mean, that's something I admire about him when he doesn't have his best stuff. He just, you know, he's like, you know what, I'm just gonna flip it over the middle part of the plate, hit it. My my stuff's better than you. Uh, but no, like I said, and then especially that last game, that was awesome. And I think we needed that just because now we know we can put up. 12 runs a game like as an offense and they're I mean they ran out a lot of arms that were 90-93 good arms good off speed good mixes and it was just uh it was a lot of fun it was really it was a really fun series and I think that's like my favorite team to play just because we can hit they can hit and it's just like a bloodbath (laughs) and it was a lot of fun to get that win uh 12 to 10 on Sunday and uh Zach I saw some pictures on social media some fans of yours, I guess. I don't know if they're local to Cincinnati, but you got to meet some Zach Agnos fans. How cool was that? Yeah, it, it was cool. We actually met last year um, when we played there. I was actually at third base, and they said, uh, right, literally first row. And their state, if you haven't been, the Cincinnati Stadium is literally like their seats come straight. Like it's like so steep. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost everybody's on top of you. And the one kid, Quinn, his name's Quinn, started talking a bunch of junk to me. And so we're beating them, so I'm giving it back to him, like in between innings and <laughs> yeah. stuff. And uh, and then, you know, after the game on that Sunday, I ripped a pair of batting gloves. This was last year, and I uh, 
went up. I was like, here, take these. Like, I had a good time with you, blah, blah, blah. And then our relationship just kind of started. And then he was there this weekend. And, uh, yeah, it was awesome. I mean, he's his parents are awesome people. He's He's got a bunch of buddies. And one of them was like, oh, I'm number 14. I was like, oh, are you right? He's like, no, I'm a lefty. I was like, oh, do you pitch? He's like, yeah. I was like, so did my brother. And he's like, oh, yeah, I heard about your brother. Like, it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you're still, I mean, do you have, you're a fan of the game. Yeah. You probably have pros you look up to. Oh, How about the role reversal now that, like, people look up to you as a baseball player? Yeah, it's, have you gotten used to it yet? I have not because I still feel like – I still feel like them because I'm so infatuated with, you know, the the Ryan Zimmerman's of the game yeah. and the Charlie Blackman's, the ones. So like, those are, like, that's how I still feel. But I'm glad that I can be that person to um, a younger kid because I know how much, you know, that meant. To, I mean, I grew up in Northern Virginia, and our summer baseball league was, wasn't great. It's not anything special, but they're college baseball players so yeah. i used to go to some i mean i, I don't know it might have been one or two years but i would go and i'd go get like i thought they were the absolute oh yeah like, i idolized them and i and i remember it it just really like started the love of the game of baseball for me and i think that if i can provide that for some kids and uh, i mean I, I think it's something that you can just like i I can't describe the feel. Like I just love doing it. Like yeah. it's just, and it lasts with people, man. Yeah, it like does. I went to Kinston Indians games growing up and saw some pros, Richie Sexton and some oh, others. Yeah. But they had a guy, this giant, big first baseman, and I was always a pretty clunky, big first <laughs> baseman, named Chop Pew. So he had wow. an awesome name. What a name! And he used to drop bombs. He never made it to the pros. <laughs> oh. But like you said, like to get an autograph after the game from oh, him, yeah. it was like. This is Babe Ruth to me. Yeah, so, like, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so that's it's, awesome. it's a cool feeling. You talked about that summer league. Is that the one that Burley killed that one year? No, that summer league by my house was not. It's not. It's different than the. It's okay, not existent. The Woodbat league. How about Burley, by the way? Yeah, uh, finishing off a, a really good spring training. Yeah. And, uh, let's get awesome. a uh, let's get a Jake update. How's he doing right He's now? He's doing really good. He just got his report date. He's going in. <laughs> Four days, April eighth. Nice. So he's good. all he's all really excited. He's jacked up. Um, sending us videos of him throwing a little bit. He's uh he's Jake. You know how he is. He's a little jittery kid and all excited. And has yeah has not been able to to pitch in a game in a long long right. time due to COVID and injuries. I guess now. Right. But, all right. So the week ahead, a very good Old Dominion team. You mm-hmm. know about those guys, and then another conference series. Against Wichita State, good news is they're all in the friendly confines of Clark LeClaire Stadium and uh, coming off a series win. So, a little momentum heading into this week, playing uh, some good competitions, Zach. Yeah, I mean, this one thing about this Old Dominion team is they can absolutely mash. So, I'm going in expecting that Sunday game. I'm going in expecting we need to put up 12, 15, <laughs> 20 runs. No, I'm just kidding. But we're going to need to put up double-digit runs if we want to give our ch- ourselves a chance to win, and that's no knock on our pitchers. But uh, they're just a really, really well-coached, very talented hitting team. And uh, then we get Wichita State, and, you know, that series is always fun. All our conference series are always fun because, you know, they just uh, – they, they won us. Like, they won us more than that. Like, Wichita State was after us. Like, there's, their games last year were packed when we played them. Um, a lot of a lot of smack talking coming from them, but it's it's a game of baseball, and that's what we all live for. And you don't get to catch your breath in this league. Every yeah, week you're you're taking on some really good competition. And uh, yeah, last meeting against Old Dominion this year, nine to eight. So yeah. it's going to take uh, some runs to beat the Monarchs coming up on Wednesday. That game has been moved from Tuesday to Wednesday. All right, Zach, uh, what are you going to do? Get some rest tonight? 
You gonna stay up for the national championship? I'm gonna try. <laughs> no promises. I'm I'm probably gonna get some rest though. I need to. Yeah. Got to got to take a test tonight in uh, Brian Cavanaugh's class. And, okay. Um, Former number twenty three. Where? Yes. In East Carolina. Yes, he's a good dude. He's one. He actually sits with my family at the baseball games when he comes. Good deal. Um, Opening day, Major League Baseball Thursday. Ooh. Nats are. Uh, <sighs> What are they? They're rebuilding, right? It's going to be a long year for the Nats. It's going to be a long one. We got yeah. some uh, good young stars, though. Still got Juan Soto on Did the Did they team. lock Big Soto up, place. or have they talked about locking him They're up? They're talking, I think. They're still talking. I mean, yeah. he's played the spring with us, um, so we're looking who's to that, have him on the team. Who's that pitcher? Cade Cavelli? Yeah, we yeah. talked. Yeah, we talked about him the other day, but yeah. in a bad way. Because, oh, yeah. He gave up like 10 runs in the up 28. Runs, but... I'm, I, th- I think he's still a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a stud. Doesn't that, he have a really good breaking ball? Yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, I think I've seen him. He's, on like he's, he's one of the many young prospects we have in the farm system. Trying, oh, you know, trying to develop from this rebuild. Yeah, so. yeah. Coming up Tuesday, our annual MLB preview with Malcolm Gray. So uh, we'll make some predictions coming up Tuesday on yes, Pirate sir. Radio Live. Malcolm knows this stuff. Oh, Malcolm's a wizard. Yeah, he's so. a good dude. We'll see what he says about your uh, your Nats coming up on Tuesday. <laughs> Zach, thanks for hanging out with us, man. I thank, thank you for your time, and I look forward to it. Yes, sir. We'll uh, wrap up the hour when we return and get you set for uh, hour uh, two, where we will talk to Ryder Giles and Bryson World, Chandler. Clip, when we go, as we go to break, we have breaking news. For the fourth straight year, Subdogs will be representing East Carolina in the Barstool Best Bar Championship round, and uh, they're looking for their third title ever in this Barstool Best Bar Bracket Challenge. So, Sub Dogs is once again, for the fourth straight year, there's been four years of this tournament, and for the fourth straight year, Sub Dogs is in the natty. All right. Speaking of champions, I did I failed to mention our Mustache March champion for oh, 2022, Zach Knocking off C.J. Mate. Out of boy. Get out of here, mate. Out of boy. Get out of here, C.J. Big wins. So. Out of boy. There you go, man. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and good luck uh, next year. So I you, it. I thought I saw you come to play Friday, looking pretty freshly shaven. Yeah. So you already got it grows going fast, out. I, I, it? it grows fast. Wolverine but it, but over it, here. But it stops growing at a certain point. I just <laughs> this it gets annoying. Oh, uh, there you go. Congrats on the championship. Thank you, guys. All right, let's uh, take a break. We'll come back. Have more for you after this. listening to hour one of pirate radio live do you need custom t-shirts apparel or promotional items for your business organization or event keep it local print it local with university sportswear contact them today at university sportswear enc.com now back to the show welcome back tommy's express car wash come experience the difference at tommy's now open at the corner of greenville boulevard and red banks road doesn't your car deserve it visit tommy's express car wash today now let's head back into PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty. Thank you, Shirley Rhodes. Welcome back into the program. Talking to uh, some current pirates on today's program. Got Ryder Giles joining us in just a few minutes. Also, Bryson Worrell, CJ Mayhew later on in the show. Just talked to Zach Agnos. And Shirley, uh, we'll be talking to our players in the Players Lounge, presented by Delcor on Mondays here. Also, 
it's time for major league baseball it's time for minor league baseball mm-hmm. and uh surely we'll keep people up to date on where all the former pirates are which is a job in itself <laughs> yeah, no to kidding. locate all these guys but you got some new news some new updates on where uh some pirates that were just on the team last year will be beginning their season this year yeah, uh, one of them is uh, Gavin Williams. Uh, you know, he was a highly touted prospect uh, in within the Cleveland Indians organization, but they had not assigned him necessarily to a minor league team, so I had been waiting for a while to try to figure out where he was going to go. They finally sent him down to um, uh, the Lake County Captains, which is the high A affiliate for the Cleveland Indians. So he will start in the You min- made one mistake there. What did I say? High A? You got that right yeah you got you even got the minor league team right yeah what what did i get wrong lake county captains you got that right well then what did i miss who's this major league team the cleveland guardians (laughs) sorry how many times will that that, happen this year about as many times as you forgot to say commanders (laughs) so yeah um it's gonna happen it's gonna happen sorry the guardians of cleveland the guardians yeah the guardians, the, of guardians. Cleveland. the guardians the guardians but uh, anyway by so, the way what state is lake county in the lake county captains what state is that in michigan close surely i see them when i travel to ohio oh i was just in ohio that was in east, it's in east lake ohio so <laughs> that was east a, lake ohio which by the way i would highly advise not to take the west virginia turnpike if you ever 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 have to drive to ohio well what's so. wrong with being stranded on a mountain <laughs> dude don't even get me started with a bunch that. of west virginia virginians ah! virgilians virgilians yeah all right so uh, uh so that's where he is so yep. he'll start the season there it's likely he will move up uh, i don't expect him to stay in that uh with right. lake county for very long and then seth cadell um, has been assigned to the Akron Rubber Ducks, which, first of all, great name for a minor league ball team. They have one of the sweetest logos in all of minor league and baseball. And I, I even said, I was like, ooh, Akron Rubber Ducks. I was like, Clip, you need to check their uh, oh, their hats and see what their hats look like. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, so he will start with, um, uh, and that is the... Double A. Double A, thank you, um, for the Guardians of Cleveland. Oh, and a couple is he other a changes Guardian as well. Yes. yes, I didn't even realize that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so a couple other uh, names uh, of note. Obviously, Alec Burleson uh, was invited to spring training with the St. Louis Cardinals. He will begin this minor league season with the Memphis Redbirds. So, um, and there is a chance that yeah. we may see him in a major league baseball uniform before the season is out. So we'll keep an eye on that. Um, Evan Krasinski. Uh, has been sent uh, down a level. He is now back in double-A ball with the Springfield Cardinals. A couple of changes. Uh, Jack Reinheimer um, is now with the, and you're going to have to look this up because I cannot remember it. I just thought it was a great name for a minor league team, the Gastonia Honey Hunters. So you're going to have to look that up. Uh, Mike Wright uh, obviously signed a minor league deal with the uh, with the Dodgers, so he's in their minor league system right now. He's with the Oklahoma City Dodgers. Um, everybody else is pretty much where they need to be. Uh, Connor Norby is going to start his minor league season with the Delmarva Shorebirds, which I believe is their single-A affiliate. I'll have to double-check on that. That's and then, in the same league as the Wood Ducks, right? Yes. Uh, yes. Same league as the Wood Ducks, so there is a chance we could see Connor. Um, but uh, 
everybody else is pretty much where they were last year. Obviously, <clears throat> Bryant Packer with the West Michigan West Michigan West Whitecaps. Um, and then uh, a couple of changes. Uh, Jarrell Cotton is now with the Minnesota Twins. I did look up uh, Dwanye William Sutton just to see if he was still in the minor leagues. He has retired from baseball. So really, yeah. And uh, I didn't get any kind of news article other than uh, wow. what his uh, transaction status, and it just says retired. So uh, I don't know if maybe some lingering issue. He did have some injury issues. Uh, over the last couple of years, so I don't know if that played a part in it, but he is no longer playing baseball. So uh, everybody, Jake Washer is going to start the season with the South Bend Cubs. Spencer Brickhouse is with the Hillsborough Hops. Jake Agnos, Evan Voliva, both with the Tampa Tarpons. Trey Benton with the Lynchburg Hillcats. So we'll, uh, and Sean Armstrong with the Jacksonville Jumbo Shrimp. So that's who we've got and of course in uh with the minor leagues you know you may start the season with one team but you can literally move within the next couple of days it is a very fluid situation in the minors so we'll keep up with that as much as we can and if you know somebody has a really good night we'll make sure we'll keep you up to date on that all right good stuff shirley Rhodes. let's take a time out when we return we'll talk about this current ecu baseball team with Ryder Giles, another great start over the weekend against Cincinnati. We'll talk about that more when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Be sure to check out David Price Construction for all of your commercial or custom residential renovation and building needs. Run by ECU alumni, David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. David Price Construction, the proud ECU Home Services partner. Give them a call today at 919-292-5532 or visit them online at davidpriceconstruction.com. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Brock. All right, welcome back to Pirate Radio Live here on a Monday Players Lounge edition of the show. Bryson World, CJ Mayhew still to join us later on. Brian Bailey as well. We'll talk about tonight's national championship game and a whole lot more with double b in hour three of the show but right now we will talk to Ryder giles who went from opening day shortstop to east carolina's best pitcher i can't explain it maybe he can hello Ryder. hey how's it going i, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> you have the best numbers and i don't know did you envision this would be your role when we talked to you back in february or whatever mm. Nah, I would probably have laughed at you if you told me uh, this was going to be me this year. So, nah, I definitely didn't see that one coming. Four and a third on Saturday. Uh, no runs. Kind of used to that by now. Uh, allowed four hits, four Ks for you, two walks. And Zach said when he was here a moment ago, even Saturday, at times you didn't look like the best you have been this year, but you kind of gritted it out. You, yeah. you threw strikes. You got your four and a third. You got your win. So, uh, I don't know. What's it like gutting it out up there on the mound? Yeah. Um, well, 
I don't know. I, I can kind of eat some innings up, just uh, you know, just trying to fill it up and uh, get some weak contact. But uh, definitely didn't have my best command. That's usually something that uh, that's you know my uh, I guess better part is my uh, my command. And early I kind of struggled with it, uh, trying to figure out the mound and and all that stuff. But uh, you know, about the third inning, I kind of settled in and um, had two quick innings there and. Um, you know, kind of like uh, like Zach said, not my best stuff, but um, was was enough to uh, you know get into the into the bullpen there in the fifth, and um, you know Mayhew did a great job coming in, and then all the guys after him. And Cincinnati hits—that's what they do—and yeah. and to hold them uh, like you did on Saturday, and you, you look at the runs they scored on Friday and Sunday, you yeah. know how good they are hitting the ball. Uh, you you trust your defense. You had four strikeouts, so yeah. you you got a few of them too, but. Uh, that's a good performance against a good hitting team. I'm yeah, sorry. that is uh, without a doubt the scariest ten and fourteen lineup that I think is probably in the country. <laughs> yeah. um, they can really hit, and uh, you know they showed that this weekend. So um, fortunately, was able to uh, quiet them down on Saturday a little bit. And uh, Ryder, I don't know if I heard your voice, maybe it did, but ECU baseball was tweeting out a lot of videos. The <laughs> yeah. Terwillinger shot off the yeah. wall. Uh, also, the I think they had the JJC bomb. Yeah. as well and, then, and the audio from the dugout yeah, yeah. did you see the starling one where uh yes gross, gross called it i did in fact i wanted to get that for the show we'll, yeah. we'll get that at some point that was point. pretty sick uh what did he say got him or, he said see ya see ya right before <laughs> <laughs> and uh it sounded like you guys and even looked like uh on some of the espn plus that you guys were having a lot of fun this weekend yeah and that's that's important to winning right yeah absolutely uh you know it's kind of fun i guess as a you know, you gotta gotta be careful with that term. Uh, you don't want to be having a clown show in the dugout. Right. But um, you know, definitely playing loose and relaxed, and um, you know, especially after Friday, you know, didn't come out and start conference play how you uh, envision it. Um, but you know, bounce back on Saturday and Sunday, and then get the series win. That's a great way to start conference play. You always want to be that way. Is it even more important when you're on the road and you don't have your fans and you're kind of yeah. your only? fan yeah. club yeah you kind of got to provide your own energy and uh especially there they don't have a crazy amount of fans um so they they definitely had some uh couple guys giving it to us pretty good but uh yeah you definitely uh got to bring your own energy on the road and um you know the nice thing is you you get to uh you know you get to punch them first in a, in a way um, yeah and you know zach uh zach did a great job this weekend leading off he provided a lot of great at bats for us and he really got us going offensively yeah, he had uh, two hits on uh, Friday and Sunday. East Carolina waited till the third to score. You were throwing up those zeros, yeah. and they got you one there in the third. And yeah. uh, how important is that, Zach? Uh, excuse me, uh, yeah, Ryder. Okay. When you have that's a, a compliment to Zach. A leadoff like, <laughs> hey, mustache more champion, Zach Agnes. <laughs> yeah. How important is that to uh, to get out to the lead in a game and yeah. not play from behind? Yeah, I mean, it definitely gives you. Um, you know a more confident feeling i mean even the sunday game you know we got out 6-0 and then <laughs> we were uh at one point i think down 10 to 9 and so anytime you can play with the lead it uh allows you to play more free and um you know but also when you don't because obviously you're not going to score first every game you, you gotta you gotta stay confident about yourself and trust uh trust the plan you have and you know it, they showed that um no lead is uh is safe but Either way, uh, you just got to execute your plan. Ryder's out joining us. Ryder, you knew 
last friday night during the post-game press conference that's when you found out you were going to start the next day right Mm -hmm. so how about this week when did you know you were going to be the saturday starter well i had a pretty good idea it was going to be saturday coach g said uh that i might go in friday if we needed an inning late in the game so i wasn't too sure but then uh you know then went in to play second there in the eighth so that kind of locked it up I guess so. So that's when you found out. Yeah, when you got usually your the day before. Glove yeah, and yeah, usually the day before. <laughs> so again, you didn't have much time to think about it. You seem, and I, just from knowing you from these conversations, a very laid back person in yeah. general. Yeah. Uh, did the nerves ever get to you, like before a game when you're on the mound, warming up, anything? Mm, no, <laughs> it, I guess that sounds pretty arrogant. I don't mean it that way. Um, no, I. Uh, I mean, I. I know I'm not going to go up there and blow it past people, and um, you know I. Uh, you I can have do what of, you do. Yeah, I have <laughs> a lot of confidence in my guys behind me, and um, you know I I showed this weekend that I didn't have my best stuff, and they had my back, so um, that gives me a lot of confidence going up there and just being able to throw the ball over the white, and then uh, you know letting them do what they do behind me. Week coming up looks like this: Old Dominion on Wednesday, so an extra day off tomorrow. What are you guys going to do now tomorrow? Practice or yeah, practice. Um, probably, probably get in the weight room, do some mobility. Lifted today, so probably won't lift tomorrow, but uh, maybe stretch out, do some yoga, something like that, and then practice. How much has your practice week changed at all with your with your evolving role on this team? Now that you're a, a yeah. starter, you're still going in the field, like you're saying, you're still going to get mm-hmm. some abs. But is it different now than it was like in February, the beginning of the season? Yeah, it actually isn't at all. I, I'm still doing the same thing at practice. Um, I think that kind of helps me because it doesn't. I guess get me in a, a mindset where I, I got to do more. I got to act like a pitcher, and um, so that kind of keeps my mindset steady. And then you know, just on Saturdays, just pitch instead of playing a position. So, do you not want to be one of those weirdo pitchers? You still want to be a nah. regular position player? Yeah, I don't want to be a weirdo just yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, how about Old Dominion coming up uh, to talk about the perspective Ryder has? He gave me a great answer off the air, and I'll let you share it with the audience. Uh, I said, yeah, I understand that you guys had some pretty crappy travel there and back to Cincinnati. And you said, well, not as bad as some yeah. others had it, right? Yeah, Old Dominion and Charleston uh, both had it pretty rough <laughs> this past weekend with the flights being canceled and all that stuff and having to bus back 12, 14-some hours like that. Um, so, yeah, it could always, uh, you know, you think you have it bad, somebody – Somebody's always got it worse, and just be thankful for what you got. I guess there's there's the lesson in life today from yeah. Ryder Giles. Yeah, it could always be worse than sitting in the airport for an extra hour. So. Yeah, there you go. Uh, and and now Zach is terrified of flying. Uh, how yes. about where do you stand on the the flying? Uh, well, my dad's a pilot, so I yeah I'm <laughs> okay pretty uh pretty comfortable with it. It's funny whenever we hit a bump or something, uh, a little turbulence, everybody starts freaking out and. Oh, it's like it's all right. We're what kind of what does he fly? Better. He uh, he flies for American. He flies. Wow. Uh, he's going to be upset with me for not knowing what plane wow. he flies. Um, one of the big ones. So. Awesome. Did you uh, did you ever want to go into that field? I thought about it. Um, he's got a little uh, like four seater plane that we'll take up whenever I'm home. And uh, cool. yeah, it's a lot of fun. But there's a lot of buttons and stuff up there. <laughs> it is it is really confusing. And then trying to listen to what he's saying, to all the people on the radio. It's really confusing. So That's interesting. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. Good deal. Ryder Giles joining us today. Got Old Dominion and Wichita State coming up this week. As we sp- said earlier, Ryder just like
no breaks in the schedule, whether yeah. it be midweek or weekend. So, you know, you're going to be facing some uh, some tough teams, some tough offenses coming up. Yeah, and it's um, I mean, it's it's only going to prepare us for the you know for the end of the season, which is uh, where we want to be. And um, you know, down the road, down the stretch in June, uh, you're going to be playing great teams, and you know, we've played great teams all year. So um, I know the the record isn't. Um, what obviously what we want it to be, but um, you know it, it's only going to be a good thing for us going down the stretch. All right, Roddy, you're, you're a sports fan, so mm-hmm. I'm looking at it from your sports fandom perspective. You get Thursday off from a game, not off from everything, but yeah. uh, you will get to maybe watch the Masters. Yes, I will be tuned in Sunday. How about we we go through the game pretty quick, yeah, so we, we can it, get yeah. home and and watch the final round. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to need to uh, – that's going to be part of my pep talk on Sunday. Gonna, <laughs> let's get home so we can uh, – Good, clean game. No reviews. Uh, not yeah. a lot of pitching changes. Yeah. Uh, you got any picks for us? Who's play, Who's hot heading into Augusta? Um, see, I don't know. He uh, – sleeper pick. Um, doesn't hit it a long ways, but he always plays good at Augusta. Uh, Louis Oosthuizen. Okay. Um, I like him at Augusta. Paul Casey's – Played well at Augusta, hasn't had a big win in a while. So you said didn't um, doesn't hit it a long ways. Is that yeah. is that important at Augusta? Is it more about accuracy than long length or Yeah, I kinda I mean, obviously you'd like yeah. to have both. But. Yeah. Um I don't know. It kind of varies. Augusta's not like Beth Page Black where it's if you don't hit a three ten off the tee, you're you're gonna finish twentieth at best. Yeah. Um so I I don't know. I also like uh, Xander Shoffley. I think he's gonna I think he's gonna put on a pretty good show this weekend too. All right, riders. We're doing a uh, masters draft on Wednesday. So there's some of riders guys. I'll write those down again. You said Xander. Yep. You said Louis. Casey and Ooh. Yep, there you go. Ooh. That's perfect. You know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> Louis Ooh season. All right, good deal. Right. When's the last time you played golf? Do you get to play in season? Uh last year. Last year we did. We got to play a lot with, uh, you know, once we started conference with the no midweeks. Uh, but I oh, haven't, right. yeah, I haven't played since uh, being back from Christmas break. It's been a while. All right, we'll get you back out there after yeah. the season. Yeah. Um, how did you enjoy a three-game conference series as opposed to the four uh, last year? So Big noticeable uh, change there. Yes, yes. Those Saturday games were terrible. They were not fun for anybody. Or Friday, whatever it was, the doubleheader. It was. It was rough on everybody, but um, and damn, y'all would have ran out of arms this weekend. Yeah, we would. <laughs> Bryson might have Bry- been throwing. Bryson would have been throwing that cutter up. In there. fact, last week he said he's been asking. I think Coach Knight to give him an inning or two. He almost got his wish yesterday. If y'all would have kept playing, yeah, he uh, he's got to get those shin splints figured out before he can pitch. <laughs> Ryder, Ryder Giles throwing a few shots at our next guest, Bryson World. All right, Ryder, uh, I don't know. What's the message this week uh, as you, you head into another big week, ODU, Wichita State? What's uh, what's on the brain right now? One game at a time. Keep moving. There you go. That's simple it. as that. Yep, simple. Simple. Simple is good sometimes. Yeah. Don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, that's right. Just say that to me next time. Keep it simple, stupid. We'll take a time out. Come back. Ryder Giles will join us next week. Enjoy it as always. All right. Bryson Whirl coming up next when we return on a Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live. Back with you after this.
This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference in Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Greenville Utilities Neighbor to Neighbor program provides help for those who need temporary assistance with their utility costs and you can make a difference. Your tax deductible donation can be added to your GUC bill each month or you can make a one-time donation and GUC makes all donations up to $20,000 each year. <clears throat> Excuse me. <laughs> I don't know what just happened there. Okay, let's get this last line in. Consider helping a neighbor with GUC's Neighbor to Neighbor program. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. <laughs> What's it? Oh, we were listening to some old Jim Rohn today. Or Was it one of those? I missed it. No, I was I was reading and I was trying to take a breath and I don't know, <laughs> something happened there. So Bryson Worrell and I were randomly chatting about the AFC North odds. Okay. Because the Browns are favorites to win the AFC North. That seems strange. Now they With get what quarterback? Deshaun Watson. Oh yeah. But is he gonna start from week one? Is he gonna like, Bryson asked the question play? where what is Baker Mayfield doing? Two quarterback package? I, it could be. <laughs> I don't know. I and if you don't pick the Browns, who would you pick? I'd probably say Baltimore. But you know, the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last does, year. I don't know. It's an interesting division. Does Baker stick around? What how awkward would that be? Very awkward because he kind of said his goodbye with that cryptic uh Instagram post note he had yeah. or whatever. So I don't know. It's a weird deal weird deal um i need to see if the uh the braves are favorites in the east yet because the mets uh, shout out to the mets fans and the mets for having a great december through through march but now the real the you can go back to the kids table the real stuff begins now and you know meet the new boss same as the old boss the braves are ready sorry just want to get that out of the way i get so sick every year about the phillies and mets oh man this is it this is the and then they don't do crap once the season starts. <laughs> Sorry, that's me ranting. Bryson, good to see you. How you doing? Doing good. Good to see you. You're a Panthers fan. I am. Are you, uh, what about like MLB, NBA? Do you have any other teams you follow? Um, I don't really follow NBA that much, but as far as like MLB, I really don't have like a favorite team. I guess maybe Washington, but okay, don't really have a favorite team. You and Agnes? I like, I like the Rangers growing up. Okay. They are on the rise, hopefully, yeah, they are. maybe. Um, and I saw a cool stat today. The Oakland A's had the highest payroll in baseball in 1990, 33 million. Today, their payroll is 33 million, and they have the lowest in baseball. That's crazy. The exact same. They are not paying anybody. They are getting rid of everybody. So, one of those deals. All right, let's yeah, that money. There you go. Let's talk uh, pirate baseball. Good weekend. For the Pirates, as they win the series, a wild one on Sunday, yeah, and sure. you guys are able to win on Saturday and Sunday. And Bryson, we saw you move into the four hole, move back in the lineup a little bit. How did you? Uh, you, you like hitting out of the cleanup spot? Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't really care where I hit. Honestly, um, pretty much had the same job wherever I'm at. I mean, I guess when you move down in the lineup a little bit, you tend to see a uh, little more fastballs and advantage counts. But I mean, at this point, I mean, I've been here five years. I feel like a lot of teams know like what I have to offer, so they're in, I mean, you're still probably going to get pitched pretty much the same way regardless of where you're at in the lineup. I look at the box score and I say, and I see you got a hit in every game. You like to focus more on quality of bats, you know, what you did. But getting a hit in every game in a series, that's a that's a positive, right? Yeah, I guess. But, I'm, yeah, we're, I mean, we still focus – our primary focus is on quality of bats. I mean, 
Um, you can look at my bats this weekend. I, I say a lot of them weren't really quality. I mean, uh, probably my worst weekend, I would say, of the, of the year as far as quality at bats. But, I mean, we got the job done. I mean, we got won the series and can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, and having said that, you, you had a hit, you had a run, RBI, yeah. walks. So, you still you got the job done. It kind of sounds like when Zach was saying we saw a rider, he didn't have his best stuff. He goes four and a third, didn't allow a run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You kind of grit through it, right? Yeah, I mean, you got to work with what you have that day. Um, like Ryder was saying, he didn't really have his command of his pitches, but he worked around that and still got outs. Speaking of which, last week you said you're trying to uh, to get on the mound some. <laughs> Pirates sent 11 dudes to the mound on Sunday. Were you out there like in center, or were you thinking, like, this might be it? This might be my game? Um, yeah, I mean, I was taking my warm-up pitches in between innings with Uber <laughs> out there. No, I'm just kidding. But, um, no, that was, that was never a thought. Yeah. Uh, 11, and you get the job done. What, what's a, a game like that, a wild one like that, Bryce? And you're just like, hey, we're going to have to keep scoring, right? I mean, that's what it is, yeah. I mean, even when we were up 9-3, to three, I think, in the fourth inning, it, there was never a thought of, hey, we're we're comfortable with this lead because right. we know that they're a really good offensive team. So, um, offensively, we, we kept adding towards the late innings. I think that's why I won us the game. Pirates piled up 18 hits in the game, 12 runs, and the 12 to 10 win on Sunday. And after the offensive performance on Saturday and Sunday, you're feeling good uh, team wise about where you are hitting the ball, uh, heading yeah. in right now. Uh, yeah, we feel really good right now. And I mean, especially after the performance we had like um, against State and um, early innings on Friday, I think we feel um, confident about what we've done the last two days. But we got to keep adding on if we want to win more games. And baseball is the the craziest sport. I think we used an example of Campbell. They beat Presbyterian 36 to whatever it was. It's what a crazy amount of runs. And then a few days later, Presbyterian beat South Carolina. Like It it depends on who's pitching that day, how the bats are going. And and just this week, you played in a 2-0 pitcher's duel and a 12-10 slugfest. So baseball is weird like that. You you never know what you're going to get every day. Yeah, that's right. How about uh, you yourself said one of your worst weekends you felt at the plate. Do you change anything today, tomorrow, in preparation for Wednesday? Is it just going back to what you know? What, what do you do when you're coming off a weekend like that? Yeah, I think it's more of a mentality thing. I don't think your swing really changes any from game to game, week to week. But you got to have kind of a different mindset going into each at-bat um, going forward. Is it? Do you hit better against a certain type of pitcher, whether and you're a switch hitter, but lefty righty hard thrower curveball thrower like what what's your strength and what do you look at as maybe a weakness for you i think it fluctuates honestly um i would like to consider myself a fastball hitter but i mean at times i've been better at hitting the breaking ball so i think it really just depends on what you're hot at at the time bryson world joining us old dominion you've already seen them once this year bryson a 9-8 loss earlier in the year they're coming off some travel issues, just like you yeah, guys were. Yeah. Maybe theirs is a little worse from yeah, what I'm I hearing. I think there's a little worse than ours. <laughs> uh, but uh, a good team, as you know. And is that a game you go into saying, all right, we're going to have to score today, boys? Yeah, they have a really good offense. I mean, we saw that earlier in the year. Um, they hit like five home runs in one game. So, yeah, we're going to definitely have to have our um, our best offensive performance out there. But, I mean, we have confidence in our pitching staff that at any given day they can go out there and shut them down too. So. We talked to Zach earlier. He said what he remembers about Wichita State is how bad they wanted to beat the Pirates and the crowd they had. It'll be a Clark Leclerc this time. So when you think Wichita State, what do you uh, what do you remember about the Shockers? Um, yeah, I mean they're a good team. Um, I think the biggest thing that I remember from them was I think my freshman year they had the kid that the guy that plays third base for the um, Phillies. Now what's his name? 
Oh, bone, uh, bomb, yeah, bone. Alec bomb, yeah, Alec bomb, yeah, yeah. That Friday night they beat us like fifteen to two. It was a crazy score, and he hit like two home runs. And the next day, like next two games, we end up beating them. That, um, yeah, we end up winning the series. But they definitely have a good offense, so it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a good series. I had forgotten uh, he played for yeah, for, for them. That's right. Uh, Bryson World joining us. This is a compliment about Bryson. He comes on during the break and he said who'd you say we played this weekend like you were so locked in one day at a time you didn't even look ahead at the schedule yeah i really had no clue (laughs) that's awesome just tell bryson where to go where the game is and he'll be ready to go bring a glove bring a bat and that's it all right so uh i I mentioned this bryson that a lot of great videos from the ecu social media account we saw uh the big ben double that he Mm -hmm. hit that was awesome uh we had the starling bomb Uh the jjc bomb and it was from like the dugout perspective and there was a lot of hooting and hollering we could see you guys on tv like coming out of the dugout looked like you guys were really loose having fun this weekend and that's something it, it led to a couple wins that's something you want to keep going right yeah for sure um with the videos we got a new um social media guy this year his name's will and he's done a, an outstanding job with like the videos on social media i mean they've been awesome and as far as like the dugout energy i mean i think uh saturday and sunday was the best it's been all year um the whole team was engaged the whole game and i think that, that helps the guys out in the field too when you have that support and that confidence coming from your your dugout um it's going to give you that confidence on the field to make a play and uh pirates riding a little momentum now Ser- one series in the books and a series win and maybe not your best performance but to get a series win that's got to make you feel good right yeah it does uh, anything you can take anything you can get all right bryson uh national championship tonight north carolina taking on kansas who you like gotta take the hot hand gotta take unc man they are hot they are it's starting to feel like a, a destiny type thing did y'all watch the game saturday night i did watch it, yeah 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 and uh duke goes down kansas takes care of nova and uh both these teams playing great obviously they've made it to this point but should be a good one tonight as uh the season wraps up we got major league baseball coming up beginning thursday uh the masters on thursday we talked some golf with Ryder. are you a yeah. golf guy yeah i like playing golf you got a pick for the masters no, no. <laughs> I haven't looked at it that closely. All yeah, right, I'll, how about Harold Varner the third? That's a I'll pick him to win. I mean, never know. <laughs> He's been playing some good golf recently. He has. He has been playing well. He'll play in his first Masters coming up on Thursday, so we'll have a rooting interest on that. And then, man, a ton going on this weekend, Bryce. And I don't know if you'll be able to enjoy the festivities because your games get in the way. But we got uh, Pirate Fest. You got the spring game coming up, yep. so uh, it's going to be a fun weekend here in Greenville. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of. A lot of activity going on. No doubt. And uh, wishing you guys the best of luck. Keep up the good work, and uh, we'll talk to you again next Monday. All right. Thank you. Pirate center fielder and one-day pitcher, maybe, Bryson World, <laughs> joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. We'll take a timeout, come back, and have more for you when we return after this. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Red Banks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? Visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Do you have real estate questions about buying or selling residential or commercial properties? Are you curious about this current real estate market? Or do you need a property manager for rental houses? ECU alum Scott Harris with REMAX and SD Harris Properties can help answer every question you have 
have and show you a stress-free real estate experience that will be memorable and enjoyable. If you have real estate questions, Scott has the answers. Give him a call today at 347-1857. Now let's head back into PRL. Here's Cliff. All righty, on a Players Lounge edition of Pirate Radio Live, presented by Delcor. Welcome back in. Talk to CJ Mayhew coming up at 5 o'clock. Uh, Twitter has made things a little less fun when it comes to sports reporting because there are a lot of athletes who are talking about on Twitter and they can shoot down a story. Not that this won't be a story, but here's the latest example. Uh, teams are calling about calling Seattle about trading for DK Metcalf. A lot of talks going on. And then DK Metcalf quote tweeted that and said, haven't heard anything per me, DK Metcalf. So back in time, you you hear something like that. That could be a smokescreen, though. Yeah, of course it could be. But how many times have you seen somebody put something out and then the person they're talking about immediately respond to it and say, this isn't true. Where'd you get this from? Uh, I'm right here. I can deny this. So it, it it takes away a lot of the, I guess maybe the fun rumors we could be able to talk well, about in the past. We saw this off season, Kyle Pitts tweeting out saying things are about to get crazy. I I I don't know the exact wording of his tweet, but he said things are about to get crazy in Atlanta, and everybody's like, oh well, here goes Deshaun Watson to Atlanta. Yeah, and then it ended up being there was a signing with the. <laughs> with the falcons and he was like this is what i meant i meant this <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> so, so you also got to be careful if you're one of those uh athletes tweeting but anyway just saw that all right let's uh talk a little pirate football in the middle of this baseball talk as east carolina had another spring scrimmage on saturday and uh good job jenny and the pirate radio crew getting us some video and audio of that let's hear from mike houston from Saturday's spring practice. Got a lot of work in today. Got some great weather. Had a couple of special pirates here with us that got a chance to uh, spend some time with the team afterwards. Uh, and Great to have some recruits here in the stadium again uh, this Saturday. So it was a good, solid morning of work and uh, you know, excited about uh, getting in here and watching this film. What was it like having Robert and Zay back with you? Well, I mean, you know, I obviously remember Robert as a player. You know, the kids probably don't, but they've heard the stories. But uh, the one thing that I'm going to tell the team is, you know, you stand around and listen to Zay, Zay talk. Uh, you know, he's not just a talk-the-talk guy. Uh, you know, Gus Bradley, the D.C. from the Raiders, uh, you know, he's friends with several of the coaches, and, and he, he talked about just, you know, Zay was the first one in the building. He was the one that Derek Carr always, you know, he'd always stick around and throw with Derek. And then, you know, you heard what Derek said about him back during the season after that overtime win. You know, he's a talk-to-talk guy. And so, you know, I, I think it just gives so much credibility to his message to the kids about how to live their life and work ethic and determination and drive. Uh, so I think it's, it's special to have guys that care about the program like that here with us. I wished. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd take both of them back. Robert looks like he can still play too. Robert, Robert he clogged up that middle. No doubt. Well, I mean, I, I think the opening drive, uh, you know, we started on the three-yard line, and uh, opening drive, you know, first offense went down 97 yards and scored. Now, I'm not real happy about that defensively, okay, but just the execution of the offensive line. I thought, you know, Holton looked very, very good again today. Um, you know, both of the running backs looked very, very good again today, so, you know, pleased with that. Um, you know, I think as, as you're going throughout the scrimmage, I think we're going to see lots of positives. I think you're going to see some stuff I'm kind of ticked about. 
you know, probably going to get after the defense pretty good because, you know, I, I just think I thought they allowed the offense to drive the ball. You know, the ones allowed them to drive the ball too, too much today. Uh, but uh, that's, you know, like I said, you, 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 leave, you leave here. At one, one side of the ball's ticked off. The other side of the ball's happy. So I'm going to be an offensive coach today. <laughs> what do you want to do for the spring game? Do you know how you're going to split them up or anything? Well, we're probably going to split up offense-defense. Uh, I'm going to talk to the leadership council about it and just my thoughts there. Um, there's, there's a couple of positions where I just I worry a little bit about the depth. Uh, you know, we have tremendous depth at some positions. Uh, there's other positions where, you know, the depth will be here in May or June, uh, you know, when we get the rest of our team here. So probably be offense versus defense, uh, scoring system that you guys will, you know, have to, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you early so you can study it, so you can, so you can understand it. But, uh, you know, I want to put something, we want to be a, a competition, so we want to put something on the line for the kids to play for. Uh, and just really, I'm excited about the pigskin pig out. I think we've got uh, 27 teams so far for the uh, barbecue deal the night before. So I'm excited to see the hogs come in, and I'm excited about the, all the all the activities around the spring game next week. Uh, but I'm just uh, I'm, I'm ready to see fans back in Dowdy Ficklin and, and see Pirate Nation come back together again next Saturday. When Stubblefield's out, out there, there's, there's never a dull moment, right? Never. No, he's talking to somebody. Okay, maybe talking to his 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 guys and on offense, or maybe talking to the defense or or whatever. He's always exciting. Coach Mason, you know, put the ball down and ran, picked up some big runs today. Is that something that you guys are working on with him? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a big kid that can run like he can. Uh, I thought you know shows athleticism doing those. Um, you know, I think uh, you're going to be some things where you know he's some great learning reps that he had today. Uh, he can grow from. Uh, he had a great scrimmage last Saturday. I thought, you know, a couple of times, and it could be it could be something that somebody else is doing or whatever. But I thought a couple of times, you know, maybe um, a little bit better decisions would have been good today. But uh, certainly, the ability to pull pull the ball down and run is a strength of his. Demetrius Mooney is he starting to take to that Sam position? Yeah, I think he's had a good spring. I mean, certainly he's a big physical player. I mean, it's, and he plays one way. It's 100 miles an hour. So. Uh, Sometimes that gets him chewed out, you know, because he, 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 he's going at speed no matter what speed everybody else is going. But uh, that's that's a good problem. But uh, I think his grasp of the scheme this spring has been much improved. He's had fewer mental mistakes, uh, reaction, and just you know comfort. He's playing much better. So uh, I think he's he's a guy that's growing into somebody that's going to contribute for us. Coach, at this point in spring ball, is there a position group that stands out that you go, wow, they've really impressed me so far? I think our offensive line. I mean, I think that's anybody that watches this practice, that's probably the first thing they say is just, you know, how much improved the O-line looks. Uh, so uh, really pleased with that. Now I want to see them have a great week this week. Is that part of them too, just meshing well together? No doubt. Kind of early on? You got, I mean, you have experience. And that's, you know, there's just no substitute for it. You know, I, I talked about it for a couple of years. You know, we had all these young kids. Well, they're not young anymore. And so, you know, you look more cohesive. And, you know, you got an experienced quarterback, Two experienced running backs, experienced tight ends, experienced offensive line. And, you know, even though we don't have as much experience at the wideout position, still you have a unit that's been out there on the field together before. And so they function better. All right, there is Mike Houston. And as he was talking and talking about Pirate fans being at the spring game and all that, was it last year? Are we one year removed removed from the – no, no, no. There's going to be a game on Saturday. We're going to have a game on Saturday. If you, whoever wants to come out and see it. Whoever wants to come out can come out and watch it. When we didn't know if we were going to have a spring game, and then, well, yeah, we'll, we'll be practicing, and then. The word at first, if I remember correctly, was there was going to be a spring game. There was a originally supposed to be a spring game. Then it came out, 
that the spring game, like, they weren't going to do it anymore. And then Mike Houston said, nah, uh, if you want to be out here and watch the, the Pirates play in the purple-gold scrimmage, I mean, you can come out there. He finally, it was like he just got tired of talking about it and made the call himself, which wasn't a great look for the administration, I don't feel being that uh they well what it what it shows is that there was a disconnect yeah um and that's never a good look um but i mean i, I remember going out there to that spring scrimmage to that purple gold game and there was that uh a, still a good crowd yeah. but there wasn't the um the pre-game stuff that they're going to have this year i mean people just showed up and watched the game but of course it was going to have they're going to have all the fun uh, behind the pigskin pig out, which is, you know, you have your barbecue. And yeah, just like the, this year's NCAA tournament, it, it was back. You remember last year, well, we had a tournament. We had a tournament, but it was at select locations. There wasn't big crowds. Limited crowd. This year, it felt real again, and it was awesome. And same thing with the spring game. It's going to have an old uh, pre-COVID feel to it. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's one of the big – biggest crowds we see yeah. for a spring game uh, not just because of the excitement of this upcoming year the excitement that we had coming off the seven and five year last year but people probably miss the spring game the normalcy of the spring game and everything that surrounds it so uh i expect i think the weather's going to be great pirate fest is here this weekend um so I, i'm expecting a pretty big crowd for the purple gold game on saturday should lead to a monster crowd uh four o'clock at clark leclerc stadium as well for ECU baseball. More on that with CJ Mayhew coming up in just a few minutes. Let's hear what uh, Holt Naylor's had to say on Saturday, Shirley. Well, just evaluate. You didn't play much out there, but had a couple of good drives. Yeah, first drive was good. Um, we were backed up, you know, uh, 97 yards ago. We ended up scoring there. So that was a good, good way to start the day. Um, after that, we had a couple stall outs. And then, like I said, the ones were kind of done after that. But it was a good day. Defense did pretty good today. Probably got the best of the offense. We just got to come back, learn from, and get ready for the spring game. Really wants to keep you healthy. How you feeling? Yeah, I feel good. Um, they're doing a good job of that. You know, I mean, it's my fourth spring. Really, I mean, really could be fifth without COVID, but um, I feel good. I'm ready to go. I mean, I don't need many reps to be ready to go. I mean, I know the offense now, and just more getting reps with these receivers, these new receivers, and getting the chemistry down. Last year was Avery's first year playing center, so obviously big learning curve for him. Have you seen him really blossom in his second year? Absolutely. I mean, I think he's more of a vocal leader now too in that offensive line, and we got so many guys returning now. I mean. We, we, our chemistry and, and communication is way better than it has been in the past or in the spring here just because we got so many guys returning and we got so many guys that have experience there. So he's doing a really good job of it. Um, he, I mean, he, he could be an NFL guy at center, so he's so quick at – I mean, he can make some blocks that not a lot of people in this country can make. So he's doing really well there. Colton, you kind of touched on it. Coach came out and said this is the best spring ball you guys have had in his time here. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I would agree so. I mean, anytime you got 18, 19 guys returning, and we really have more than that um, starters um, – I mean, it's big time, and I mean, like I said, a lot of us are in our fifth spring here. So I mean, we're gonna, we know, we know, we've been around it. Um, we know how it's gonna be and stuff like that. So um, just more, just getting these young guys, pulling them along. We got a lot of talented young guys that can really help us this year, and you know, our goal is to get this team ready um, for September third, and then after that as well. What do you like about the spring game? Shoot, man. I mean, that's Eastern North Carolina. That's ECU. Uh, you know, the, the pigskin pick out and all that. I mean, it's just. I mean, it's just a spring game. Seeing the fans back in the stands, man, I mean, it's, it's great. You know, growing up, coming to it, and then playing in it now, I mean, it's that's what ECU's about. So, yeah. Those limited reps you're getting, is that putting new stuff in and trying to, you know, yeah. that stuff too when you're getting those reps? Yeah, I mean, it is. And, and we're running a little bit more um, – actually, never mind, I'm not going to say that for teams that are watching this. But, um, 
Yeah, um, it is. Um, we're getting good reps at what we're putting in here. And how have you seen Mason and Stubblefield kind of grow? Because obviously they're getting a lot more. Yeah, they are. And, you know, that's what – going into this spring, you know, I had a conversation with them. They're going to get a lot of reps. I mean, that's when you – that's when you can – don't be afraid to mess up in the spring because that's what the spring's about is learning what you can do, learning what these receivers in this offense can do and what you can be in the offense. And you know, that's my message to those guys, just keep working hard and, and take risk. I mean, you're out there to get – I mean, this is going to be the most reps you're going to get until really fall camp. So, I mean, it's a big time for them to get out there versus really, I mean, any chance I'm out, I mean, they're going against the one defense, and our defense is going to be the top one in this league. So, anytime they can go against those guys and, and do good, man, it's big time. How far along are Keenan and Rajay ahead of last year? Very far along. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, in my opinion, the top two backs in the league coming back this year. I mean, they're they're very dangerous um, with the ball in their hands. So anytime we get the ball in their hands, um, I mean, the better. What wide receivers have stepped up in your opinion? Yeah, I think Kerry King's had a really good um, offseason, really good spring. Josiah's always going to be. Josh Murphy, um, Taji Hudson, Tyler Savage kind of slot, um, mixing in and out. I mean, those guys have all done really well. Um, they just continue to work hard. I mean, their hard work, is, it's really been refreshing um, for me and, and kind of re-energized me because, I mean, I could go out there with Snead right now and we'd have perfect timing just from the reps that we've had. And it's made me work a little bit harder um, with those guys. And, and they're, they've bought into it. I mean, they're all hard work and they're good guys and the chemistry is there. They support each other. So it's been fun for me to work with them. Um, I'm excited to see them go this fall. What was that like getting to play with Snead and the other guys the other day? It was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, I mean, obviously, we've had a really good career together here. Um, I wish he would have came back, but, you know, he's got to do what's best for him. And at the end of the day, man, um, if he can go chase his dream, then he's got to go chase his dream. But it, it was cool to throw with him. Um, we had a couple practice um, little pro days before that, and it was just cool to go out there and throw with him again. Were you nervous out in front of all those scouts? Nah, I wasn't nervous, man. <laughs> Shoot. You can't get nervous with football. That's what we love to do. So just going out there and, I mean, throwing it like I always have since I was a kid. So, no, I wasn't nervous. All right, there is Hull Nailers from Saturday, and we're going to hear a Zay Jones speech that he gave to the team that ECU Football posted in our 5 o'clock hour. But, Shirley, before we go to break, let's hear Zay Jones as he met with the media after the spring practice on Saturday. Uh, Zay and Robert Jones were there on Saturday, and uh, it was uh, pretty cool to have both the Joneses there, Chandler. Yeah, uh, it's always great to have your former players. It's always uh, great to interact with uh, Pirate alumni, especially greats like Robert Jones and Zay Jones, uh, Super Bowl champion Robert Jones, and then Zay, as we're about to listen to his speech, uh, what a powerful speech from the former Pirate and now Jacksonville Jaguar, uh, and this is how it sounded, Shirley. What's it like to be back today, bud? It's fun. It's exciting. I feel like I haven't missed a beat. I mean, it's a lot of new things up here, but it's it's really great. Yeah. Talk about your new team coming up and your new contract. you got to be really excited about your future. Very excited. Very humbled. I'm just grateful for the opportunity to play in Jacksonville. We've got an opportunity to go down there and really turn things around with that, that group that we have. So I'm looking forward to it. My family's excited being closer to home and back on the East Coast. So uh, it's been a win-win for everybody right now talked about this so many times but it's always neat to talk about your dad's legacy here yeah. your legacy here and this is this is a family deal yeah i know you're giving me deja vu just saying <laughs> that but um it's it's incredible just to you know be a part of something that he he had built a long time ago because he's like an ancient dinosaur and then to come along and he's old yeah exactly <laughs> to come along and you know submit myself here and to still be a part of the future and, and see coach and the guys now it's it's been fun it's been a good time 
Zaydee, you get goosebumps coming back here? Because Coach was like, hey, I, we could use him in wide I, I only <laughs> got goosebumps when I started speaking to the team just because it means a lot to me. I know what the colors represent. I know what purple and gold means. And I really consider this place home in my heart. So when I speak to those guys, I obviously talking from experience, but just where I know that they can be and where I would like to see them, where we all would like to see them be. And um, Coach is doing a great job turning the, turn the ship around. So it's it's been exciting. What was kind of that message? What, 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 can you share a little bit? Of yeah, of, of course. So just... I won't give every single detail, but just the, the importance of using your time wisely here at this school. It has a lot of resources for these kids, not just on the field, but off the field. And I feel like if they don't take full advantage of it, they could really be taking this place for granted. And that was one thing that I never wanted to do. Um, and just not buying into the narrative that this place doesn't have everything. This place has everything from fan base to, uh, you know, academics to the weight room. I mean, look at the stadiums we're building, the locker rooms that we're building, the, just the expansion of this this um, this program. So um, just really try to hone in on those things uh, for what's these the guys. Biggest, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. What, what's the biggest thing that you've learned now that you've taken the jump and you've been in the league for a little while? Uh, you're going to miss college a lot when you're gone. <laughs> no, being serious, uh, I miss this place. I miss uh, everything that I had to offer and the relationships that you have with your friends and your teammates and the coaches and those things, it will never be the same moving forward. So just to take full advantage of it, create a network of people that you can surround yourself with that want to see you succeed and want to see you grow and ultimately that you can build with. But football stuff, I mean, that's the obvious. It's Football is different, of course. All right, there is Zay Jones. We will hear some of what he had to say in that speech to the team coming up later on in today's show as uh, ECU Football put that out on social media earlier today. Awesome to hear from Jacksonville Jaguar, Zay Jones. I have to keep telling myself that as he signed a nice contract with them during this offseason. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. we got a giveaway for you. We'll talk to Brian Bailey, and when we return, we'll talk to a Pirate reliever, C.J. Mayhew. He'll join us coming up next on the show. We're back with you right after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. To get the business services that are right for your business today, contact the team of experienced local bankers at First Bank. The team includes bankers you can trust like Ashley Capps, Lee Watson, Bonner Latham, Chris Richards, Josh Houghton, and Heath Nesbitt. First Bank, together with their customers, they're creating a world where individuals and communities thrive. First Bank, Arlington Boulevard in Greenville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Rock. All righty, Championship Monday. You can hear it right here on Pirate Radio tonight, Kansas, taking on north carolina we'll talk more about that one with double b brian bailey later on in the show although cj may just told a pretty funny story about one of your uh your teammates 
Did you say Jake Hunter? Jake Hunter. Uh, I didn't know he was a baller, but apparently a <laughs> uh, basketball player in high school, and he faced two guys that were playing in the Final Four Saturday night, Leaky Black for North Carolina, and who was it? Wendell Moore? Yeah. Chandler, who we found Wendell out was the Moore other. Wendell Moore Jr. And, uh, and how'd that go for Jake <laughs> and his team, CJ? Oh, well, he said the first minute he... Uh, you know they they didn't score, so he was telling them he had them locked up, and they didn't go too well. He said they dropped about twenty five apiece after yeah. that. They, so they probably weren't warmed up that first minute though. Like, Jake Hunter had them, Jake had them. Hunter right, had them. in the torture he, chamber. You said he was talking junk. Yeah, I like said, that. They're probably like, what's this white kid talking about? And they just went to town on him. Who and I love stories like that, like playing guys that go on to do great things in high school. Who was your guy you faced, uh, Chandler and? Did you face a high school football player that turned out to be really good? Or well, I, I I faced against Johnny Frazier, who was a highly talented running back out of Princeton, and ended up going. He had offers throughout all of college football. He ended up going to state, um, and he ended up not. Uh, he he played like a year or two, and then injuries got to him. Um, I'm trying to think of somebody I played against in high school. We had the Brandon Manning was telling the great story the other week about. He was on a, a not-so-great travel team back in the day before it is what it is now. Played against a team in Virginia that had Verlander, Zimmerman, and the Upton brothers. Like, we're talking about like all-stars <laughs> on all-stars. And he said they beat them the first day. And I said, well, how the heck did you do that? And they said their pitcher, was th- our pitcher, the one they had, was throwing so slow, they couldn't adjust to it. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about Ryder Giles in a moment. Uh, and then he said the next day we had our ace going – and they beat us like twenty two to five. Uh, so I, I I was playing with uh, our showcase team one summer and uh we got beat by a team and there was one guy on our team like I mean he was just crazy good. And uh come to find out I was like I think it was like the next day or something, the guy was like a I mean this was a high school tournament. So come come to find out it's like the day after or something we uh the team had to forfeit because a guy that, that played I think he hit like a home run off of us and he pitched. And he was actually in the minor leagues for like the Cardinals oh, or something. Was playing against us. <laughs> that is, I mean, what is the point of that? That takes all the fun out of it when you got CJ. Was anybody in high school basketball, football, baseball that like? Which I mean, you're still a young guy, so they yeah. would be in college now. Yeah. But anybody I mean, coming to who's the best? You know, athletes you faced. Anybody uh, coming to mind? I mean, I only played baseball in high school, but yeah, uh, uh, probably Owen White, Jesse Carson. Uh, I think he got picked up in first or second round. Okay, I mean he was like ninety five, ninety seven. So I did play against. Not bad. I did play against Raquan Purvis. Uh, I played against him at pirate? Plymouth, former pirate defensive yeah. tackle. He okay, was, yeah, I was asking for some help on double teams uh, all night in Plymouth. I didn't play. I went to our basketball game. So Jerry Stackhouse was on with Jim Rome earlier, and I was telling Glenn because Glenn's from Kinston, Stackhouse, Kinston, Stackhouse is nephew or cousin is relative craig dawson do you remember that name he went to wake forest he was pretty good but i was telling glenn about how during like pregame or halftime when everybody was huddled up all the conley fans and kinston fans our snot-nosed friend that used to always get in trouble the instigator he just yelled out he ain't no stack house and like everybody was like who what and about started a damn brawl before the game i was like shut <laughs> up dude <laughs> no don't say that so anyway i love old uh old high school memories and uh cj let's talk about some weekend memories because oh, yeah. you guys made some yeah uh wild one yesterday yeah 12 to yeah. 10 got the win got the series win so feeling good on this monday i gotta say yeah really good uh yeah yesterday was i mean that was a crazy game it was actually fun to be a part of 
uh, I mean, just seeing our offense, like, just keep putting it on them, and, you know, that's awesome to see. Uh, <laughs> how I'm going to call Ryder Giles ECU's best pitcher because I'm just going by stats right now. Oh, yeah. not going by anything else. How weird is that to say on April the 4th when you look back at, like, if I'd have told you that in February, you'd have been like, "What the hell are you talking about?" Yeah. But uh, look at what the numbers say. He's been. Oh, I mean, it's crazy, right? Dude, it's. It, I mean, it's. It's really crazy. He. Uh, I was actually talking to some guys on our team that. Uh, that. That have hit off of him, and uh, they say like his fastball looks like a hundred miles an hour when they're in the box. <laughs> <laughs> and you got the funky arm angle. Like, uh, I don't. I mean, and he locates it too. Yeah. I mean, he's got good command. Uh, CJ Mayhew joining us. CJ, I was talking to. I don't know if it was Scooter, Scott Rogers. I, I can't remember who it was last week, but they were talking about you and how usually you want the lefty on lefty matchup. At least that's all you hear in Major League. You'll take out a guy and get that lefty righty matchup, whatever. Uh, they say the damage you do against righties is unbelievable. So, how do you, what do you do against righties that makes you so dangerous that a lot of lefties don't do? Yeah. Uh, I honestly, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you just do it. <laughs> yeah, the, the I've all I didn't really know till this year, but uh, I was talking to our coaches, and you know, my matchups against righties are like I have a better. I mean, I'm, I do better against righties. I don't know if that's just because I hide the ball a little better, and they can't pick up the spin as much as a lefty. But it's it's not the norm. I'll say that. No, but it's not. It's working for <laughs> you right now. Uh, Pirates coming off a series win against Cincinnati. Uh, odd looking field and mound how about pitching off of it is it any different than a regular dirt mound it looks strange on television yeah no it's it's a little different but the bullpen mounds are very similar so kind of got a good feel for i went out there i i actually like the mound a little bit okay is it is it artificial is it real like what i mean it's it's a turf mound yeah yeah but you you prefer that yeah i actually like okay yeah i mean i like because the 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 actual rubber on the mounds like I'll usually dig out in a dirt mound so I can get. I mean, I want like an inch or two of the rubber showing, and so then on the turf mounds, it's like it's already there. So. I see when you come into games, like you do a lot of uh, field maintenance uh, yeah, on yeah. the mound. So what are you digging? <laughs> what, what all do you do before you throw a pitch over there? I don't know. I, I I've never like throwing on a flat mound, so I was like, I mean, I I I know when I'm out there digging, I get a lot of crap from the other team, so I just. It, it kind of makes me just want to do it even more. <laughs> <laughs> One of those things where if you're told not to do it or somebody gets on you, you're going to do it a little bit more. I yeah. like that. I kind of kind of know what you mean there. All right. Uh, how about this weekend? Heard a lot of chatter, positive chatter from the ECU dugout because now you guys are posting videos that are shot from the dugout. And we had the, uh, the Terwillinger double. We had the jjc bomb and the starling bomb the videos of those shot from the the dugout and we could hear you guys in the background and uh it just said I, I go back to that because it sounded like you guys were having a lot of fun really into the game that's only got to be a positive for your team so how about that this weekend how much fun did you guys have in that series win yeah the dugout dugout this weekend is probably the best it's been all year uh just staying locked in and when you're locked in and good things happen you know it's just I mean, it's natural excitement that comes out. And, um, you know, it's a good time in there this weekend. Good deal. And I got Old Dominion and Wichita State coming up. Already faced ODU once this year. We're able to uh, score runs against them, but could not get the win. Nine to eight was that final. So, you're not going to have to score to keep up with them. How about uh, in Wichita State as well? What do you remember about the Shockers from last year? Uh, 
in my my memory is probably uh <laughs> it's, it's not it's not a good one uh i i think last year i they kind of remind me a little bit of odu last year they they hit a lot of long balls so just keep the ball in the park are you like uh bryson came in and he said so who'd you say we played this weekend like he is so day-to-day focused he doesn't even look ahead are you kind of similar in that way or i mean yeah i'm day-to-day focused i, yeah. I obviously know who we're gonna play this weekend so but i mean i i mean i try not to look ahead so it's for uh, focus on odu right now well no game tomorrow the game got moved to wednesday so what's that mean for uh for your schedule what's different uh tomorrow not having a game as opposed to a uh, game day uh, I mean, it's just an extra day of recovery for us. Or that's that's how I take it. So today, I kind of went a little lighter on the throwing since threw a good bit this weekend, or you know, came in twice. So uh, just take it a little lighter. So uh, what about the uh, the travel situation? Are you all good from that? I heard you guys got in pretty late last night. Yeah, we got in at I think it was I think our flight landed landed in uh, Raleigh at like twelve and got back to Greenville around two yeah two or so and uh i mean got a good rest so good deal all right before cj gets out of here i want to play the cj quiz chandler are you in shirley you want to participate you love a good quiz sure why not all right and now uh, cj you can be in it too this right. is the cj quiz looking for people whose initials are cj oh okay all right okay okay so uh let's start with Let's start with CJ. <laughs> Do you watch football? Uh, a little bit. Okay. This might be... Well, yeah, let's start with you. All right. This guy led the NFL in receptions in 2012. Most catches in the league in 2012. His initials are CJ. Huh. NFL wide receiver. Mm. Really good. Tall. Well... Uh, is it, is, it, is his first name Christian? No. Chris? No. Ah. Yeah, All right, I, let's do this. Most receiving, most rushing yards in 2009 in the NFL. <laughs> Chris? Uh, Johnson, Johnson, correct. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Can I answer the wide receiver one? Yes. Chad Johnson. No. no. Uh, oh, Calvin Johnson. Calvin correct. Johnson. Take Megatron. it, Megatron. Megatron. Shirley, oh. your question. Led the NFL in receiving yards in 2006. Oh. In 2006? Yeah. Chad Johnson. Correct. Yes. Well oh, Joe Sigo. Right. Yeah, there you go. Chandler, seven-time Pro Bowl defensive end from 2013 to 2021. Um, 2013 to 2021? Yes. He may have been with the same team that plays against your team a lot. I don't know if he's played. Let me see if he's played for multiple teams. Uh, Unless I'm thinking of a different guy. Plays in my division? Yeah. Or plays in our division? Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with Cameron Jordan. Cam Jordan is correct. And I think Chandler, you're the only one that would know this one, so I'm going to ask you this one too. Okay. Canadian-born guard that went to Texas, played for San Antonio, Toronto, Indiana, Sacramento, and Detroit from 2011 to today to present um canadian born guard went to texas went to texas san antonio so spurs raptors pacers kings pistons um cj cj canadian born guard (laughs) went to texas yes um 
why am i drawing a blank cassie's not that great but you know the name i do know the name do you want me to tell you sure what's his first name Corey. Corey. (laughs) (laughs) for some reason i'm just thinking of Corey mcgetty Corey joseph oh no you're not familiar with him um i think i remember evidently him. I, not I, I think i remember him with the raptors okay well i did say raptors yeah i know but. i i do remember him with the raptors all right the cj quiz was not great but we got through it as a team well done i knew all of them except that last one i came up with that like while we were listening to those interviews last so i didn't do it i, I should have put more time into it could have got like some musicians actors famous other famous people but just went with that uh mlb starts thursday cj who you, uh i know i've asked you before do you have a team or you just watch players uh i would say i really don't have a team i just kind of watch players who you uh keeping an eye on who do, who do you like to watch pitch uh i mean i always try to who's kind of like my role model growing up uh a massive bum garner <laughs> so, uh, north carolina guy that's right could, yeah. could swing it as yeah. well i've heard a lot of stories about him coming up and how much of a monster hitter he was yeah he, he actually just, uh he actually played against my older brother in high school and he had a ball like my brother said about 450 <laughs> so. he is the i want to say he's the active leader in home runs amongst pitchers playing right now. i was going to say yeah. he right to the league too yeah. yeah like he would go up there and swing and now out. there's no uh no pitchers will be hitting which is a shame they got the dh uh-huh. in both leagues yeah. now his so. dad actually used to umpire a lot Ex- of except uh, yeah. except shohei yeah, yeah. Tani was still yeah, good. Uh, so he is he from? I guess y'all are from the same. Yeah, he's from about it's, it's about forty five minutes. Okay, good deal. All right, uh, yeah, Mad Bum coming up. Also, uh, the Masters is Thursday. Ryder gave us some picks. You got any golf uh, Masters picks for us? Yeah, no, nah, I I don't watch golf. <laughs> <laughs> Ryder's all into it. He was giving us like dark horses and sleepers and stuff. So there's a ton going on uh, in the sports world. You'll be logged into ECU baseball uh, four game week coming up Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And uh, CJ, good luck, man. Looking forward to uh, another winning week. That's right. All right, and uh, sorry about your loss, man. <laughs> Zach got you this year. Oh uh, yeah, it's fine. I I'll get him next year. All right, that's how you, that's the attitude to have. You got to bounce back, get him next year. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. We will uh, hear from Zay Jones, his speech to the football team on Saturday. Also, Double B Brian Bailey, and we have to make you a winner. So a lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this. listening to hour three of pirate radio live this hour of prl is brought to you by bud light reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly bud light the official beer of the ecu pirates and proudly distributed by carolina eagle distributing since 1989 now back to the show welcome back carolina caliber has the area's largest selection for outdoor shooting sports and accessories and is one of the top firearm dealers anywhere at Carolina Caliber, they have everything you need for hunting, home defense, and personal protection, including a wide variety for ladies and youth, and they will buy, sell, and trade. Carolina Caliber, locally owned and operated since 1960 on Fire Tower Road in Winterville. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is Clip Brock. Enjoyed the chats today with the Pirate Players inside the Players' Lounge, presented by Delcor, the service professionals. If you have issues with cooling, heating, plumbing, 
uh their repairmen will always rely uh will always serve you and you can rely on the service professionals for any size job call delcor today 321-8868 or visit delcorinc.com they have been uh, serving eastern north carolina for over five decades and are our sponsor for the players lounge which we have enjoyed all season long and will continue to enjoy the rest of this baseball season pirates off to a good start uh, in conference play with a two and one record after winning the series over cincinnati your baseball recap on mondays and now thursdays when brandon manning joins us are brought to you by brandon manning farm bureau insurance you can call brandon 531-1812 and schedule a review get a free quote with uh, brandon manning and uh, we'll likely talk to him later on this week about more pirate baseball uh, we'll talk a little conley baseball coming up tomorrow jason mills and I believe he's going to bring in a couple of uh, Viking players, an ECU commit and a North Carolina commit. Uh, so that'll be fun. Uh, Dixon Williams uh, committed to ECU and also Matthew Mateus committed to North Carolina. And uh, we'll talk about what they're up to. Some more baseball talk on the way Tuesday. Also our MLB preview with Malcolm Gray and Igo coming up on Tuesday as well. Uh, we'll talk some O's baseball on Tuesday. Our old buddy Mark Brown, uh, CamdenChat.com, will preview. So we'll have a big, uh, might be all baseball tomorrow, other than the championship recap. We'll talk Kansas, North Carolina uh, coming up tomorrow as well. We'll talk about that with Brian Bailey in just a moment. But right now, let's hear uh, what Zay Jones had to say to the team. ECU football put this out earlier today on their social media accounts and Zay with a pretty impassioned speech to the Pirate football team. Let's hear it. I love being back here. I love this school. I love the colors we represent. Uh, I had one offer. It was here. Came here. Y'all know the rest of the story. Um, use this place as a resource for you to be the best you can possibly be. And if you don't care, that's on you. But for the ones that do care, for the ones that are really listening to me right now, because I literally was just there not too long ago. Use this place to the best of your ability to go wherever you want to go in life. If that's the league, if that's to be a CEO, if that's to be a lawyer, if that's whatever it is, I want this so bad for this university and we got a leader now. We got a leader that's ready to go. So let's take this program to the next level. Some of y'all going to hear what I'm saying and y'all going to know what to do. Some of y'all going to go the opposite direction. That's okay, but I hope the guys that if all we need is what, 22? Whatever we need, that's what we're riding with. And I want this so bad for you guys. I promise you I do. Every day I woke up with that mentality like, how can I get to where I want to go? And I did it. And you can too. So honor your gift, man. Do what you got to do. Handle your business. Go to the classroom. So know your role. If you're a star, be a star. If you're a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. If you're on special teams, you run your ass down there and you go hit somebody. If you're a wide receiver, go make the game-winning catch. If you're a wide receiver, go make the game-winning block. If you're a DB, you backpedal, you break, you take that thing to the house. I saw someone get an interception today. Everybody's celebrating. That's how it should be. Everybody ready to go. All right? Love y'all, boys. Let's break it down. All right, y'all. Family on three. One, two, three. Family. Awesome uh, message from Zay Jones there. And 
that was one of those where you can use your your cliches and and everything but he had uh he had everybody atten- uh, you know 100 percent attention i'm to ready him. to pad up and go he, he said earlier in that interview we ran the only time he got goosebumps was when he was talking to the team and you can tell he meant everything oh yeah from the heart uh, on that one that, that was awesome I, my favorite part is, you know, when he starts talking about, you know, if you're a role player, be the best damn role player yeah. there is. If you're on special teams, run your ass off down to the other end of the field and hit somebody. Be the best at whatever you yeah. are. Yeah, I mean, and and I think that is a, you know, he talks about how bad he wants it for the university and, and that the, the leadership is in place for success to, to, you know, to happen. So now it's up to the players to do their job. And he also indirectly shouts out uh, Mike Houston saying, yeah. you know, you guys have a leader here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, tr- I'm, you know, trying to pick out what he means by that. Maybe he was saying that, you know, the leadership that he had here, not rough, but, you know, in his last year here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, think it was more about just, hey, follow but, this guy's but you, lead. You take the advantage you have with Mike Houston. You have yeah. a great leader yeah. here. He's going to take you to, to the heights you want to be, that this fan base wants to be, um, that this administration wants to be. So take advantage of that. And, I mean, he's been here. He's succeeded here. So he knows what to say. So he's walked the walk, and he's talking the talk to the team. So, um, I really hope a lot of those guys take that speech into consideration uh, and do special things for the next few years. Well, I was thinking, you know, when when you were talking about, you, you know, when he was men- mentioning the leader, I don't think it's so much, uh, you know, talking about leadership per se in terms of, you know, maybe previous regimes. I don't think that's what he meant there. I think he was talking about talk, talking to the players specifically. Hey, guys, you have a guy here that has been successful everywhere he's been and now he's your leader so pay attention to what he's telling you do what he tells you when he tells you to do something or if he tells you that you know follow his lead because like he says uh you know in one of the clips that we used to run about the standard everybody has to ride to rise to this rise to to this yeah everybody has to rise to the standard because the standard is what wins the standard is the standard yeah, the standard is the, the standard. standard. Is st- the standard is the standard. standard and something that we can take a look at. So, but you know, but he's <laughs> a proven. He's he has proven himself, you know, to be successful everywhere he goes. So there's no reason to think that he can't be successful here. I think that was more towards the players. Hey, pay attention to what he's telling you. Learn under him. Learn what you can. Be the best football player while you're here, because it's, it's only a short amount of time. You only get four years five you know if you're lucky with the COVID year but you only get a very short amount of time to be the best ECU football player while you're here cherish that time but also be the best at what you're doing there you go clip (laughs) back to you uh Chad says sorry I'm super late to the show today that's your fault Chad Chad it's 534 like where you been man why even show up I mean this might as well not shut up turn off your station turn off your station he says did I miss a Wrestlemania recap uh no we have not done one I will talk to CJ Schaefer about it I'm sure Glenn and CJ will uh have a breakdown as well um my back it's broken (laughs) spinal those are mike tyson references um cj went to the race yesterday so he's not here today now why that sentence makes sense i don't know the race was yesterday uh ecu players got in after midnight last night they showed up here today shirley got back from 
I got at twelve fifteen this morning. Yeah, sure. Uh, but CJ went to Richmond yesterday. So we don't know where he is, and he's not here today. So I, again, uh, yeah. Where are you, CJ? I hope you're I listening to this, right bud. Now. Oh, what? Where where, you Richmond what? is a, is a stone's throw away from North Carolina. That is I a drove day trip. over nine hours, yeah. and that included massive detours because some idiot decided to shut down a section of a. a rather large highway so cj cj has no excuse he needs to listen to the say jones speech i think and take a look in the mirror yes what he needs that's exactly know your role cj and uh if you want to be the best nascar event goer then go do that but is that what you want to be or do you want to be the best uh video producer i mean we don't like bricks for a living come on redbeard says richmond isn't that far three and a half hours max oh my god that is a sneeze compared to the drive i made yesterday but but hey whatever he's uh not here today hey i don't know i don't know all right let's uh all right let's open up the booty bag and then we'll call brian bailey he's gonna kill us to start next segment booty 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 everywhere booty 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 booty, i hope that's not him calling him all right, 317-1250. Shirley, what are we giving away? Hey, opening day. When is opening day officially? Thursday. Is it Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. What? Did what? you just... Chandler Ooh. said that? <laughs> Shirley, you weren't looking. Chandler said listen to the show and immediately did a... Oh, no face. <laughs> like, before you even heard it through your ears, he was making a face saying, I shouldn't have said that. That was amazing. That. that was a joke, but like, I was, you ever I see that scene in uh, what, which one of the Avengers movies where the Hulk gets mad at, at was yes, it? Yes, and just boom. boom. That's me. Uh, that was hilarious. Puny God. That was All a right. joke because myself does not listen to the show. <laughs> How about a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game since uh, minor league baseball gets underway this week as well? I'll take caller number 12. All right, 317-1250. We'll be back with Double B after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Welcome back to the show. Uh, Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center has been caring for Pirate Nation and the student athletes at East Carolina University for more than 35 years and are the official team physicians for ECU. Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center provides a variety of general and specialized operative and non-operative orthopedic services to meet the needs of the patients in Eastern North Carolina. For more information, call 757-2663 or visit orthoeast.com. And congratulations to Jansen Kidd of Greenville picked up uh, a pair of tickets to a Down East Wood Ducks baseball game. Baseball is back in Kinston and for the Woodies, opening day is April 12th. You can get your single game tickets and check out all the fun promotions planned this season right now at woodducksbaseball.com. Now let's head back into PRL. Here is Clip Brock. Alrighty, back with you here on Pirate Radio Live. Do we have uh, BB? We're going to get Brian Bailey here in just a moment. 
North Carolina and Kansas going at it. Chandler, we should play the video from wherever you were on Saturday. Where were you? I can. We cannot play that video. Where were you? I was back home. I've got a buddy. Him and his wife have. Remember uh, Barn in the Back? Barn in the Back. I was at the Barn in the Back in Autryville, North Carolina. Watching it with a bunch. I hope they're. I hope they're. You know what? I hope they're listening to this show right now. A bunch of typical Carolina fans. Carolina grads. No, and I guarantee majority of those. I'm gonna cuss on there. Couldn't name three starting players on the on the lineup. Is that bad? Yes. Are they, are they a couple of jabronis? And so they're hooping and hollering, and I told them, you know, enjoy it while they, while it lasts. This is their Super Bowl. Because Kansas is going to go on their ass tonight. Oh, boy. We shall see. You better hope that Kansas – well, no. Actually, you better hope Carolina wins if you want to win our our bracket. Chandler's in a pickle. So We'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Let's Let's get get to Bailey. Uh, BB, how you doing, man? Not too bad. How you doing? Good. You know a lot of Carolina fans. You know a lot of Duke fans. Have you talked to any Dukies since Saturday night? Because – I mean, that's it, right? There's not really much they can say when it comes to this rivalry anymore. No, not after the last two games. I mean, really, when you look at, at both of those games, you know, I go back to the to the one at Cameron, and when, when Duke went on that run in the first half, and, I mean, all those former stars that were there, and the whole place was going nuts, and I thought, well, Carolina's dead. I mean, there's no way. And then Carolina came back and, you know, won the game convincingly, and then the other night, that was just a war. That was a really well-played basketball game for yeah. the teams. They just went at it. And, you know, Carolina hit the shot. You know, Duke missed a couple of free throws, which really hurt him. And Carolina hit a contested. Caleb Love hit a shot somebody in his face, and he just drilled it. So We were saying leading up to the game, would the winner Saturday night have enough left in the tank? At first, physically, probably yes, but how about emotionally? And we'll see tonight when North Carolina takes the court. Maybe it's some momentum they can just keep on riding, Bailey, and and uh, and have a great game tonight. Or did they put too much into beating Duke in the Final Four on a Saturday night to come out tonight and have that same performance? I'm fascinated to see like, the, first, uh, the first four minutes, the first two media timeouts. What does North Carolina look like tonight? Yeah, and that's going to be you know the big thing. I mean, you know, I think they put the entire effort that they had to put out in order to advance. I mean, that was like I said, that was a war out there, and it'll be interesting to see you know how healthy uh, Armando Baycott is. I mean, if he's healthy, you know you're going to get you know 15 rebounds and you know probably 10, 12, 14 points out of him at least. That, that's just what he does. Uh, but Kansas has so many weapons and they're playing so well right now. I mean, I, I just think. You know, it's going to take another great effort, and I don't know, you know how much gas is in the tank for Carolina. Hubert Davis trying to win a championship in his first year. I heard something yesterday on the radio. It was named the the fastest two coaches to win a championship uh, after taking over a school, and and the first one that came to mind was somewhat recently Kevin Ollie uh, taking over for Jim Calhoun at UConn. I had that one. I did not. Do you know the other one, Bailey? It was a coach that actually took over right before the tournament started and his team won the tournament. Do you remember who that was? It was Steve Fisher. It was. I, I did not I didn't I don't I didn't know that story, uh, that he took over I guess right before the tournament, right? He won six games and, and cut down the nets. He sure did. I, I remember that and that was you know, one of those things that, that it's uncanny for that to happen because a lot of people had that team, you know, getting knocked out really early in the tournament. 
And when you look at this matchup, I mean, this is the first ever matchup between coaches that took over for the same guy. I mean, you know. <laughs> I didn't think about that one either. I like that. Hubert Davis took over for Roy Williams. So, yeah, first first ever matchup for that to happen. So, I think it's a very intriguing national championship game. I think Carolina would be better served if they played it Thursday or Friday to get some rest and, and get Baycott 100% healthy. But obviously, yeah. you play Saturday and you play Monday. But, you know, I think they're playing with house money, though. I, nobody expected them to be there. They were eight seed. You know, most people have them, you know, not even making the Sweet 16. They've had a great, great run. They've played great basketball. Hubert Davis has obviously, you know, settled in as a Carolina coach. You know, one of the reporters asked the guys, you know, they, they said, you guys want a whole lot of fun to watch, you know, earlier in the year. And they kind of took offense to it. But I don't know if they didn't show, you know, R.J. Davis and Caleb Love the, the game tapes of the Pittsburgh game or not. But they had some ugly games, you know, midseason. Carolina was on the bubble late in the season. But they've done a great job with this run they're on. And uh, you mentioned that Michigan championship. That was Glenn Rice getting hot and I think setting records for scoring in that uh, they won against, was it Seton Hall? Kind of a random championship, Bailey, in the late 80s. And then you uh, we talk about earlier today, you got to have a star to kind of propel you to a championship. And I think Abaji's that guy for Kansas, and they have some other ancillary parts. And Look, Baycott, and you, you said well, he's going to put up his numbers. Brady Manick can go off from deep, but uh, it's about love for North Carolina, right? If he's going to be that guy that they brought him in to be, he hasn't always been it this year, but he was at the end of the Duke game. If he can be that again tonight, uh, they can win this game. Yeah, if it comes down to the last shot, you better believe Caleb Love's going to look for it. I like Brady Manick. I think he's really, you know, when he's on, he doesn't miss. He's got such a quick release for a guy who's 6'10". Uh, he might even be, you know, with all that hair, he might be 6'11 or 7 foot. But, I mean, he's he's got it all over the place. I like the nickname Harry Bird. <laughs> <laughs> he had a quick redemption story, too, the other night. He missed uh, two free throws, missed some open looks, and then when it counted, uh, he hit some big shots. Yeah, he did. And, and you know, that's going to be you know a big test as well. Carolina's got all the parts. They just didn't have all the parts working like they, like they wanted it to, you know, early in the year, midseason. But of late, you know, they're as good as anybody in the country, obviously, because they're in the national championship game. But I think it'll be it'll be interesting to see, you know, so many factors. And, and you, we could see Kansas get out to a big 10-12, 15-point lead and never look back, kind of like what happened in the women's game with South Carolina, just because, you know, UNC and the Tar Heels, they may be out of gas. But, you know, that's why they play the game. We'll see what happens. Going to be a fun one tonight. We got it right here for you on Pirate Radio. Huge uh, week of sports on tap, Bailey. And, and uh, I hate the March Madness is leaving us, but we got opening day of Major League Baseball. You got HV3 at the Masters coming up. And then you've got ECU Baseball mixed in. And nobody's happier than Bailey because you love saying it more than anybody. Give us the full title, the Great Purple Gold. What is it, Bailey? The great pirate purple gold pigskin pig out party. <laughs> there you go. And uh and we, we missed this. We were talking about it earlier, how we're a year removed. Do you remember Mike Houston and the whole will there be a spring game, will there not be? And finally Houston just said, Look, we're gonna be out there on Saturday. If anybody wants to come see it, they can see it. <laughs> we're we're one year removed from that. Now we're gonna have more of a traditional crowd, pigs, the smells, all, all the fun out there. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah, and it's always been awesome, and 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 you know, as a as a dad raising a child, I mean, that's kind of what we do in Eastern North Carolina. That's one of the things we take our children to. I was lucky enough uh, the year that I got here in '84 was uh, right after the first year. I think the first year they had it was in 
the spring of '84, and I got here in the fall of '84. But I've I've seen that thing you know grow to you know this great heights. I've seen it kind of slack off a little bit, and they're trying to bring it back. But it's always been just you know one of the things you do. Holt Naylor's gave a great soundbite on Saturday about you know his childhood growing up and coming to the spring game and how he always looked forward to it and being with his family and going to the game and. And now he gets a chance to play in it, so it was really neat to hear him talk about it. But that's the way I think a lot of us look at it. Brian Bailey joining us. Great chat with Tim Doust earlier today on the Brian Bailey Show. If you missed it, you can check it out. Six o'clock right here on Pirate Radio. Enjoyed that uh, chat with Coach. And, uh, man, it just gives you a good feeling listening to these coaches. And we had Holton on earlier in the show about where this thing is going, this football program, Bailey. Yeah, they've got so much experience. And, and you know, they still have to go out there and execute yeah. the game. but. You know, th- those coaches know that, that these guys are going to be well-prepared and, and, you know, the great schedule that East Carolina has, the four home games to start the season. And, uh, you know, it's just – it could be it could be a magical year for East Carolina Pirate football. But, you know, all hopes are for the winning season, all hopes to get to go to a bowl game, all hopes to get to play in that bowl game uh, finally. But, uh, yeah, I, I just think that, you know, just, just the stability that you see in this program with, with head coach Mike Houston – and the staff, you know what you're going to get each and every time out. You know, those guys all know us. We all know them. And, and it's just fun to cover the team. All right, BB, enjoyed the chat. Enjoyed the uh, the championship tonight. Uh, did, you did, where, did you watch uh, – man, I wish there was some video or something of, like, tiebreakers on Saturday night. I got to assume it was wild out there. There, there, there is some video. Uh, Blair at tiebreakers showed me a shot she took with her cell phone when Carolina – had wrapped up the game. Mm. I'm telling you, I haven't talked to Bram Anderson yet, but I was going to tell him you ought to get a hold of that video because it's it's great video. I mean, that place was rocking and guys cheering and yeah, it's just it was just a crazy scene. And you'll see something like that again tonight if you're going to win. Yeah, probably so. All right, BB, uh, have a good one, man. All right, take care now. Brian Bailey joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live. Let's take our final break. We'll come back and have a few closing thoughts for you here on this Monday. We're back after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Let's take a quick look at your stock market. It was a good day today. The Dow opened up and uh, finished up 103 points. At 34,921, NASDAQ was up 271 points at 14,532. And the S&P also up 36 points, closed out the day at 4,582. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Uh, Call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Back to you, Clip. All righty, uh, Chandler Honeycutt has had more celebrations for the bracket pool <laughs> than Coach K's had retirement parties. Can I have one more tonight if 
Well, if Carolina wins, I win the bracket point. We thought he had wrapped it up no matter what, and then Igo found out that if Kansas and Duke won, and then Kansas won the title, or Duke won if, the title. If Duke and Kansas met in the national championship and Duke won. He would have won. He would have won. All right. We Christ averted there. So Chandler wins until we find out that at the bottom left of the door, someone who has just been laying in the weeds, Cashel, Pirate Radio Security, police officer, Shirley's friend, has Kansas uh, winning it all. And correctly guessed Kansas and North Carolina in... So has just made a major comeback here. Right. Well, she she leapfrogged into fourth place. And then when I went to do the, uh, the points for the Final Four and heading into the championship game, I realized by doing a little bit of math, because I was like, oh, she jumped into second place. I was like, but she's only four points away from Chandler. And then I went, wait a minute, because the winner gets six points. Yeah. If you correctly choose the winner, so I went back and double-checked Chandler's uh, bracket to make sure he had not picked Kansas. And lo and behold, he did not. So I was like, well... If Kansas wins tonight, then our security guard <laughs> walks away Chandler. with the championship. Chandler. And here's the best part, because I Chandler. called her and I put her on speakerphone so Chandler could hear her. She's laughing hysterically when I told her that she had a chance to win tonight. And uh, she said, you know, the best part about all this, I have not watched one single <laughs> college basketball game. She guessed. Chandler, she didn't even know this was March. Yeah. That's and a the shame because I've she, said it all month. And the best part was, like, she said, I picked Gonzaga because I like saying Gonzaga. So, it, I mean, literally, that she guessed it, and right, and as as it stands, she is on the precipice. Mm. All right, that it's time is to Brian Bailey's favorite right. word. It's time to wrap precipice. up the show. I would say good luck, but I really need Kansas to win tonight. So. I want Kansas to win. That's the thing. All right. Well, go Jayhawks. Rock Chalk. Rock Chalk. I will talk to you Tuesday, 3 o'clock, on an all-new edition of Pirate Radio Live. For Shirley Rhodes, Chandler Honeycutt, and the crew here at Pirate Radio, we'll see you then. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.